Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, again, welcome everyone. Be peace, love, global harmony, and healing to all of God's rainbow tribes. We'll be having a grab bag. Uh, this evening, we'll get started in a moment as people are still coming in, and I'm going to play a selection from Richard, Kin- Richard Kincaid, and this is from his return CD, and it's called Angels.
Again, this is a grab bag night. Welcome, Captain. Welcome, Max. Hey there, Nashiva. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Okay. How you doing, Max? I know he's Hi. Hey, Max. Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it's Friday. So Wait, thank that? God. Thank God it's Friday, right? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Uh, do you enjoy your week already? Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the Super Bowl? Well, I don't pay attention to it, so. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Mouth watering. Good, good, Max. You're ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who do you think going to win the Super Bowl uh, Sunday? Well, I'm pulling for uh, the young guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm pulling for Seattle, too. Yes, I am, mm-hmm. too. I think Seattle will take it again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, for all those who are uh, for the uh, Patriots, uh, good luck to you, because I think Seattle is mm-hmm. going to do a job. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I'm looking at. Well, okay. Well, let's get down to the uh, real business. Uh, I just want to say that uh, this week has been very, very interesting. We had a uh, we had a uh, Hearing on uh, on war and uh, war and peace in Washington D.C. this week, and it took place it took place Thursday yesterday. And guess who visited Capitol Hill? Uh, Max, you have any idea who visited Capitol Hill yesterday? Would that be Netanyahu? No, uh, his name is Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger was up on Capitol Hill yesterday, and he was visiting the uh, the war uh, war and peace uh, Senate uh, you know war and peace hearings, and mm. uh, a certain group was there called uh, uh, Code Pink. They were there yesterday with their wonderful big wonderful sign, so everybody can see it. It says. Henry Kissinger, war criminal, and they were all they were all protesting. Henry Kissinger, he couldn't even open his mouth. He was caught by surprise, and uh, it was about a good I say it was about a good ten fifteen of them there inside the hearing room. And uh, guess who was in charge of the hearing? John McCain, of all people, and Lindsey Graham. His girlfriend was there, Lindsey Graham. Oh, How about that? Okay. And um, Lindsey Graham and John McCain were they were both there. And did you know that John McCain and Lindsey Graham is funding ISIL? Did anybody know that? They're funding ISIL through who? They're funding ISIL through Saudi Arabia. Hmm. Were there were is there a connection why the why the king was taken out in Saudi Arabia that he passed away last week? 
and President Obama paid him a visit? Hmm, something to think about. And, you know, our friend um, uh, Henry Kissinger and uh, John McCain, they have a long history together. And uh, John, John McCain has said to Henry Kissinger, uh, Sir, we deeply apologize to you, uh, Honorable uh, Sir, because, you know, you serve this country very well, and, and we really appreciate all the services that you've done uh, to help us uh, get through the terrorism that uh, these, uh, these, uh, these uh, terrorists have done to our country. And, and uh, uh, we just want to say to Cole Pink, uh, kick those scumbags out of this uh, uh, hearing, uh, hearing. Kick them out. They're just low-life scumbags. Now, isn't that interesting that John McCain would call these patriots of the Constitution low-life scumbags? And guess what? Guess who the low-life scumbags are? John McCain, Lindsey Graham, Henry Kissinger, Bush Sr., Bush Jr., Clinton. These are the scumbags. These are the real scumbags. These are the ones who have did 9-11. Oh, and don't forget Benjamin Netanyahu. Don't forget Benjamin Yahoo, he was a part of that, as well as well as Pope Benedict. Okay? So you can count, you can you can bet your bottom dollar that a lot of people are gonna be talking about that particular hearing. And uh, yes, there's a video out there, so if anybody wants to go see the video, go look at Hidden Kissinger and John McCain uh, uh hearing for War and Peace, and you'll see it out there. On YouTube, and 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 just see what John McCain has done. He have called our patriots of cold pink. He called them scumbags. Get those low life scumbags out of this hearing room. And he has a lot of nerve. What do you think about that, Max? Be, uh, mute. Yes, sorry, oh. sorry. I'm here. I'm here. Um, I, um, I'm sorry. I'm doing a little bit of okay, multitasking, but okay, but multi-tasking. no, I, I want to comment though. I want to comment. Okay. Um, for the most part, I'll just say this with respect to everything you said, and that a lot of this that that um, is is going on, especially the whole thing with the signs. Uh, I'm just noticing that there's just more of awareness to these kinds of things, you know, calling out the real truth, not the trumped up truth, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm finding out the same thing with like Hillary Clinton and also um, what's the guy that was going to run for president. He just announced that. Oh, Romney. Yes. Romney. Romney announced that he's not going to run for president. Isn't that? Mm -hmm. Now, well, I can tell you the reason why he's not going to do that, but but go ahead, go go ahead, Max. Yeah. Well, I mean, but really, just to make the point that you know, I'm just happy to see that the awareness about these things that we talk about are really what's going on behind the curtain, 
it's it's kind of coming forward. It's not so much behind the curtain anymore. So that's right. really what I want they're to kind of right, They're putting it right in your face on mainstream television so that when you hear the hearing and you saw what was going on, a big old sign says, Henry Kissinger, war criminal. Okay? So that's and people just got to wake up and start doing their own investigation. Because Henry Kissinger had done a, a whole lot of damage to this country. Okay? He was the one, him and him and Bush Sr. was the one who organized getting the gold out of Tower One during the trade during the trade towers. Okay, that means that they did it the night before those towers came down. They were getting the gold out of the towers. And guess what? It wasn't even their gold. It was Germany's gold. That's why Merkel came in, that's why Merkel came to the United States uh, when that happened during the trade center went, when the trade center went down. She came to get her gold and she did get it. Okay? So that was that's exactly what was going on. I'm going to bring in this one caller real real quick, and also I was happy to see that some of the journalists from New Yorker, Huffington Post, have been lambasting Boehner like crazy for his behavior for going around oh, yeah. the president. I was happy to see that, because I was beginning to wonder how sleep they really were. But mm-hmm. before this call, has been sitting there for a second, so I'm going to welcome in caller 916. Uh, yeah, you you do know about the Moors? The Moors? Yeah. The Moors? Yes, 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 the Moors, yes. I know about the Moors, yes. Okay, uh, this guy was saying that uh, people have got to get their their blood tests because all they are is, are is an animal as far as the, they are concerned. And you need a, a uh, oh, also, he does not know about Nasara. He he has he doesn't believe in it because he's never seen a a um, affid well what do you call it a notary public that's been signed. Well, he's not going to see that. He's not going to see anything like that about Nasara because uh, uh, all of the Senate back in October of of of, of, of October of 1999. That's when. Uh, uh, Nasara was signed into law, and all of Congress and all of, all of the Senate had a gag order. They can't, they cannot talk about it. If they do, it means death. So yeah, I heard that. That's right. So so regardless of what this individual is saying, you know, whoever he he or she is, uh, uh, Nasara is for real. It is real. Yeah, we know it is, but he doesn't. He says unless he sees that. <laughs> Well, he's not going to see it. He's not going to see that. So, so you know, you know, he can talk. He can talk all he wants. He's not going to see that. He was on WC's call yesterday. Yes, of course. Yeah, he can talk as much as he wants. He's not going to see it because, uh, it, you know, it was all done in secrecy, and uh, no one's going to reveal that to him until until this president, President Obama, opened his mouth, formally announced Nasara. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. I didn't know if you uh, if you had been in touch with him or not ever before. Uh, I have no idea who that individual is, but like I said, he's, he he's going to get a uh, a rude awakening when this is all said and done. Yeah. 
he thinks that their treaties will uh, overcome everything, you know, right now. Well, um, well, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a rude awakening. Okay, yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank Hi, you. Thank you for coming um, in. Thank you. I'd like to comment on that. Um, just <clears throat> what really there was. I want to comment before the caller came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to comment on this first because since it was brought to the table. And just for, you know, a general overall understanding of, you know, what she brought, the fact that, okay, the the situation with the Moors, but that this person doesn't believe in the sorrow. See, for me, when those kind of things come up, it's kind of like that's another one of those things that basically you can say is right there in front of you. When you understand things and you connect the dots and you realize that someone who is promoting something but yet they're completely overlooking a major piece in this puzzle that lets you know where that, that individual organization, whatever, it lets you know where they are. And mm-hmm. it's a good indication of how to um, filter that information that's being brought to you from that source. Okay. I want to say that. And then also the fact of, you know, understanding that, the whole, just like what Captain talked about, the um, the gag order about Nisera, and understanding that essentially a piece of that is the disclosure. So you can't have the disclosure come out prematurely. Mm-hmm. It has to fall into place. So no one can mm-hmm. talk about that. And there's, no, there's not going to be any kind of documentation that someone can bring to the table and say, you know, this is what it is. That's just not going to happen. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what was the other point? I had one other point. Well, and that the was the before... other one that kind of grabbed me that she references is something about the blood or DNA and moors and animals, but I don't really even travel down that rabbit hole because that in and of itself I would have discounted anything else that came out of a person's mouth. Right. And <laughs> see, that, that goes back into the um, what I call the cover story. The cover story is, well, because of this situation, I have to verify that you are who you say you are. But really, you know, based upon, like I said before, kind of uh, filtering that information, you're kind of in an area where you kind of expose yourself for being who you are. You've exposed your position. I'll put it that way. And your position is basically saying, I don't believe in what is kind of like the crux of this whole thing, the discovery yeah. and all that Nisera has to bring to the table. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they said uh, that uh, you're an animal if you're not, if you don't know your DNA uh, as a human being. Well, isn't that's, that something? That's God. <laughs> you are an animal if you don't know your DNA. Wow. Well, that's, well, that's playing. That's what you call playing the guilt card. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, that's the I'm a human being. Period. Right, just go. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and give up that. Just go ahead and give up that DNA. Exactly. Give up that DNA. Mm-hmm. So you to let them know that you. You know what? That's, that's playing. That's a psychological on, point. That's what that is. Yeah. Not only that. Not only that. That's playing on your your intelligence. Not only that. That is that is demigrating your intelligence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it's doing. My mm-hmm. goodness. 
if he came to this call, we would have a very good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So oh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yes. Well, I'm going to grab a couple of other callers, and then we're going to jump into to conversation. We have a few people pop in, or 313. And thank you again, 916, for uh, chiming in. We appreciate Let's... it. And then call us 313. Welcome to the call. Oh. Hi, everybody. Hi. That, was, that was quick. <laughs> that was quick. Okay, I just wanted to chime in to say that I had caught um, – that call because, you know, your call ends uh, earlier than mm-hmm. uh, the WC's call. Okay, and I've been following everybody quite a while. Um, the the brother that was presenting on Dr. WC's call, his name was Shango, and he's uh, he does a lot of independent research similar to Matt, you know, just really um, fascinating to listen to. Um, he knows a variety of subjects, you know, about, but primarily about the Washita and uh, Kemetic history. And uh, it, it's always been the position of the Moors um, or the people from the Washita Nation that you need to establish your DNA or your, your, and they're not really trying to exclude anyone. They're just saying that, you know, um, a lot of people, black and white, have. Uh, Moorish uh, or Washita DNA, and to correct your status under uh, the Constitution, it, it's like, okay, it's kind of similar to the same thing that Jordan Maxwell says, you know, like you need to re- return to the original Constitution, you don't want to be part of the corporation, you don't want to be subject uh, to the laws of the corporation, you want to establish your own sovereignty. And that's what we're wanting Nasara to do for us, too, to give us our freedom and our sovereignty back. So regardless of which approach, you know, or theory, I think, resonates with a person, whether it's uh, the Washita and uh, their ancestry from that way, or just the fact of knowing that Nasara is something that God is bringing for the entire world, mm-hmm. um, way we we all hope to get our freedom and our sovereignty from this unjust regime that has um, you know enslaved us so um, you know those treaties have been in place and what he said uh, the comment that he made I think that the lady picked up on was that um, well I don't know about Nasara but I know about the treaty I have seen them I have a copy um, you know, he has obtained, um, I guess, certified or true copies of uh, the original uh, documents uh, and treaties. And, um, you know, I can understand it. You know, he says, well, this is tangible. I can see this. And, of course, because of the gag order, he wouldn't ever be able to see, you know, about Nassar. But then there is there is uh, some of the legislation that, that I saw online, you know, so that I, I read some of it. But people can pick and choose whatever they want to believe in. But the the thing of telling somebody that they should get their DNA research seems to trigger something in some people. I don't know why. But one thing's for sure. If they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it, you know. And all we got to do is just sit and wait, and we will see whichever way it works out. 
but we should just know that God has something good in store for us. Um, but that brother over there, he wasn't trying to sell anything. He was telling people that they need to do their own research, that, I mean, whether they decided if they want to go to Ancestry.com or whether they want to go to 23andMe or however they wanted to do it, that, you know, it was the position of the Moors that, you know, people first need to correct their status and then they need to um, – you know, determine, um, you know, the DNA, and then there's something about notification of something, you know, that you, you give to the government uh, to let them know that uh, you're, you're asserting your sovereignty. Um, you know, and we know the government don't care. They don't care, you know. But as, as far as the procedures that have long been established that, the, you know, anyone who wants to um, assert their Moorish uh, ancestry and their sovereignty, those things have been around for quite some time. Noble Drew Ali um, mm-hmm. delineated those, and there are a number of uh, Moorish scholars that said that under the treaty, this is how you claim, you know, your Moorish ancestry. So that's all he was informing people about. That, that You know, that's all it was. Okay. Nobody anything. Nobody, it's not like the dinar scam type thing. This is just not information that people can either choose to act upon or not. Can I chime in on this, please? (laughs) Oh my God. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Let's back up a little bit here. Okay. See, okay. You hit a a few things and I'm hoping Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't writing it down, but I'm hoping I can hit them all. Okay, first of all, the idea that you need to um, establish your DNA to be basically qualified, it's like registering. You don't register for something that you already own and possess, okay? So that in itself, as Captain said, that's kind of playing on your intelligence. But we've been kind of faked out about that. Wait a minute. We've been faked out about that. Yeah, it sounds good. But see, you're basing that on a system that you know that is in place right now and how things are done in that system to qualify, verify, treaties, all those kinds of things. That's all the old system, all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. See? Yeah. So if you're going to base it on the old system, then, yeah, it is fine. But if you understand that we're moving away from that, it's that's like right. that's not necessary. Exactly right. Because exactly. just by you being born, you're born already into your inheritance. Right. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. You know, when you're born, you're born into this inheritance. Just like these elites went ahead and took that birth certificate, and guess what they did? They played the market with it. You are a multi, multi millionaire already. You just don't know it yet. But you will be a millionaire very, very soon. And that's even on, let's say, the three dimensional level. There are things right. that you have that are on multi dimensions that you are, have just kind of been uh, taken away. That's right. Essentially, you yeah. are, you know, you're, um, what's the term I want to use? You're a um, ascended piece. master. Yeah. Essentially, yes, that's every a very high position. position. Right, every human being on this planet, uh, they're gods and goddesses because they right. were they were created in the image of who the creator of us all. Whether mm-hmm. you be galactic, or you be human, or you be 
uh, uh, insect, or whether you be whatever. He mm-hmm. created everything on this planet mm-hmm. and everything beyond this planet. He created it. So mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying. You are already born into it. And see, that word, I'm, I'm almost having a problem with that word, but that's the word that's being used. I even say it's more of a term than a word, the image. We think of image as being a picture, but the image is like, it should be more like the essence, something like that, a word that has that kind of a context to it. It's not just what you look like, it's what you are. Mm-hmm. When they say the image of, it's all those things, not just how you look. Mm-hmm. And that's what's kind of getting missed, that you possess all those gifts and, and properties, not just how you look. So it's not putting him down, it's just saying that the picture is broader than that. So it's no, not a put no. down to his research and what he's done. It, it, it isn't on any level. What it is, right. but it's more expanded than. Mm-hmm. Right. This right. is what's done right. for. We're at a point in history, human history, that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, of course. Uh, but I'm, I was just saying that what he was articulating was just based upon some pretty um, well-established Moorish uh, teachings. And so that's all he was sharing. And and what they're saying, though, you know, the people as far as the Washita, I think that some of them are more aware of um, the galactic presence and um, the role in this. And they're just saying that they believe that in the time that we're living through, uh, at least what I've heard on Dr. Henderson's call, what they're saying is that um, because of this change and, um, you know, the fact that the cabal is being defeated, then um, people who are entitled to things are going to be rightfully restored to those things, you know, so that means um, the monies that were made off of us, off of our social security number, the money that was made off of uh, our birth certificate and and treaties that were violated, the lands that were stolen from people, all those things, you know, uh, foreclosures, they're going to be restored to people so that Mm -hmm. it's one facet of this gigantic blessing. Um, but, yeah, you're absolutely right, Max, that, you know, you, you pretty much should not have to assert or establish uh, your entitlement to something. But, you know, that the evil system said that you did. But once Nasara um, is, it comes about or just Sarah comes about, then mm-hmm. everyone will will have their God-given rights, their, their freedom and their sovereignty and their prosperity. So I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just so much more to this and I'm saying it as though I know all of it but what I know is a lot but there's things that I'm not even quite can wrap my arms around that is part of it that's kind of mm-hmm. my point I'm trying to make is that to minimize this down to your DNA so that you can qualify for whatever it's kind of selling it short and it's not really kind of telling the whole story and it's kind of more focusing in on what people want to hear, kind of, so to speak. Yeah, but see, they don't see the whole story. They just got their little piece of the puzzle. You, you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily mm-hmm. aware of the other pieces of the puzzle or, or you know, mentally they, they can't open up to, say, like the galactic presence, some of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And some mm-hmm. 
up on, say, like the financial uh, global reset, but they can't pick up on the spiritual implications. You know, so different people have different levels of comprehension about this whole thing, but this gigantic picture is just its so multifaceted, so phenomenal. So it's hard to keep your mind around all of it, you know. But just coming from that angle, that's all he was talking about. He was just talking about what he knows and what he's been taught and sharing that with people. But you're right, it's not nearly all of it. It's you know, universal it's in application. And mm-hmm. that is a lot. It's like we all have our native language. And then we say, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to learn French. And then your mind has to constantly flicker back and forth from time to time to translate things. And really that's what, kind of what we are. So we got the 3D and then got we got ones progressing into 5D. And you're constantly, because it's so broad, having to flip back and forth sometimes. And then some just say, I'm just going to flip to the 5D as I watch the 3D go away. And that's still a process because you got a system of 3D that you've been encoded with that you have to decode from in order to switch over to 5D. So that's why sometimes when we're reacting, it's because our minds are kind of progressing in 5D. And we're like, oh, it's a 3D thing. We don't need that anymore. But not everybody's at that point. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and it's tough sometimes because, I, and, and, you know, Gordon Sheba, you described that perfectly because, you know, it's, you know, we're all at different levels, okay? Mm-hmm. And that, that cannot be said enough times. But the whole idea is to get everyone to the same level. Yeah. That's what we're really shooting for. And, you know, I'm like basically everyone else. I want to get there now. But, it, you know, I don't control that, so that's, you know, it's not my call. But, you know, I will, if I, you know, if something is kind of like blaring to me, yes. it's hard for me not to speak on it. I just, I can't help it, you know, okay? When it's like you're telling part of the story, and but and then you say, well, I don't know about Nasara. Well, wait a minute. That's like, that's the big pitch that's the big thing and you and you kind of like push that to the side so it kind of just raises the flag for me i mean i don't know this person i've heard his name a lot mm-hmm. talking about henderson now this guy yeah. is a different guy no a different guy but he's kind of on that same level of the dna thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so see that's yeah, what that's i'm talking about Washita. but that's what the washita and the moors uh have said that it, to establish your entitlement unto their treaties that you do need to establish your, your DNA. And that's well-founded. That's not nothing that he just came up with, you know. That's all I wanted to point out. But you're right. It, I mean, it's something that with the dawn of Nazara is altogether unnecessary. So, right. you know, we'll see. And then for anybody who's not up to speed on anything, we're going to all, whatever we don't know, you know, we're going right. to learn when we our guides and our mentors and get the educational right. practice, you know. So, yeah. you know, it, it's all good. Yeah, it is. No, I appreciate you bringing it to the table, especially for us to have the opportunity to kind of talk it out. Um, And as far as knowing about it, you can actually begin the process of knowing a a variety of things at the universal level. It's a matter of going within, getting Mm -hmm. that quiet space. You start to meditate, and you start openly to find that real quiet time, which is critical, quiet time. 
in order for you to begin to even tap in at this. So it's not that, yes, we will be blessed by guys, but what some people don't realize is you can begin to take that journey now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yeah. process like anything else. If you're ready mm-hmm. to take it, begin to kind of tap your toes in the water, fine. If you're like, no, no, I just don't know if I want to open that door, I'd rather wait until the guides and all of these other things, then that's fine. But there definitely are people that are ready to just go run into the ocean <laughs> and kind of go for it. I kind of fall in that category. Uh, but and, <laughs> and you know what? And I'll tell you where where I'm coming from, just, just since Mashiba brought that point out. It almost makes it sound like if you don't do A, you won't get B. Yeah. It's almost put on the table like that. And but see, and that that's where I got the problem. Where it's that's not true. Mm-hmm. So no matter if you're saying well, I don't know about the or whatever, but it's almost like you you know it's that ultimatum where it's like you got to do this in order to get this, and if you don't do this, you won't get that. See, that's where I got the problem. It's true, true, though, that you won't. You won't establish your entitlement under the treaty, but you're going to get the blessing. Sarah, nevertheless. So, but he doesn't know, so he can't speak on this side. But, but, but that's, but essentially still, again, that's where the problem is, though. Well, everybody. It's it's leading someone down a trail based upon not fully divulging the entire story. It's no different than what, let's say, TNT is doing. It kind of falls into they know not what they do scenario. Yes. In mm-hmm. in his mind, he's doing the right thing, let's mm-hmm. say. Yeah. He's but, not deliberately attempting to mislead anyone. It's just mm-hmm. something that speak on his field of expertise, his area of mm-hmm. knowledge. He speak on something that he doesn't know about. I mean, that's all. But, you know, the, what I'm saying is is that what I heard is like when I heard people carrying things between calls and things that they'll say about Captain, like if Captain says something, he'll be speaking on galactic things that other people are not ready to understand. Yeah. Well, and then I'll hear them maligning Captain over on another call, and I will be just politely call in and say, well, you know what? I was on that call, and what I heard was da-da-da. Because, you know, I just don't like the um, – you know, the misunderstanding. I like to keep it plain, simple, and clear. You know? No, I really appreciate that about you. Mm-hmm. You, you come in here frustrated and it's like, I'm just going to let it have a way. Because it is, you did it the other day. It, it's irritating to sit on this call towards the end of this call, new other calls start up. People run off of this call real quick. Because I'm watching them come and go. R- run off the call, and you know they're in another call. <laughs> uh, and, and they don't understand, seem to understand six degrees of separation. It's like your kid decides, oh, I'm going to be bad and behind mommy and daddy's back, and they're not going to know about it. It's just like completely ridiculous. Like somehow people aren't going to find out. The telephone gate resurfaces itself at some point. So it's a little silly. The only thing that times it irritates if you're going, like I tell my kids, if you're going to tell the story, tell the whole story. If you're not going to tell the whole story, keep your mouth shut. Thank you. Right. But see, I don't even think people mean, some do. Some might mean to. Oh, uh, some create. you can hear the malicious intent as they mm-hmm. come on. But some, I think, are just a little confused themselves and that they yeah. didn't get the whole story. They didn't even really 
you know, pick up the whole story. So that that's frustrating. Yeah, I just don't like people creating a misunderstanding, you know, because Captain's not selling anything. Well, you know, J.C. Tonic, but, I mean, again, that's the benefit people, and they can either do it or don't do it. But, you know, generally speaking, you're not, you know, making no no millions off of doing these calls, none of you. You know, and I just don't like when people will go from time to time and try to say stuff that what he said over there, such and such, and then it, no, you know, I mean, if they said it, that's one thing, but if they didn't, you know, and it really wasn't that. It just wasn't that. But not only if it was said, but if you're not saying something in its full content, especially based on the fact that potentially you didn't understand it in the first place, mm-hmm. then maybe you should go meditate on the first, go do the due diligence journey, and then speak on it. Or come back in this call and clarify if you want to share. But just running around doing that willy-nilly, out of context, playing a telephone game, acting like you're in high school, is ridiculous. Yeah. Because there are people that are really seeking knowledge. Uh And that's the travesty when people run around like that. It's not in context. Somebody who is not going to take the time to do do due diligence. See, you know, this particular lady, I don't think that she, I don't know, you know, I don't know, but I don't think she was bad by it. But what it was is that she does not understand that this is well-established Moore's teaching, okay? So she's unfamiliar with that so that she didn't understand why he said what he said, okay? But the treaties do exist. I've read them, you know, it's the the Mm -hmm. piece of bread. And um, there's some others that, you know, like established doctrine, mm-hmm. you know, months yes. more recent. And so, therefore, that's what they are basing their claims of entitlement and saying that, you know, the procedures that you need to follow. So she didn't probably research that, you know. So that's why I was calling to say that this is what Shango said. This is why he said what he said. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she, too, could get a better understanding that he wasn't really putting Sarah down, but that's just not mm-hmm. his house, you know, that's not, you know, so, yeah, if we know about Nassar, it's a wonderful thing because we know about something that is more all-encompassing, you know, and that that is just a limited piece of the, the type of things that are going to be restored to the people of the earth, you know, so, yeah, you know, no no harm, no foul, but I just, like, I think understanding is the greatest thing, yes. you know, you should just have more understanding and, and less confusion. Yeah. No, I know why you did it. That's why I say I appreciate you. Because this is not the first time you called in to say, let me clarify a few things. You, you know, so no, we, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and, and please understand, I'm not attacking anything. I'm not attacking you. Um, I, I, I'm hoping that I've made myself clear that, you know, it just, it's, it's a little misleading. I'll just say that it's a little misleading. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's misleading because it's really something that to date has not worked, you know. But but yet and still, I understand why they're saying what they're saying, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, what they're saying is based upon sound legal principle, but it's just that the the evil one uh, didn't play by their own rules. And so the, the 
policy should have been enforceable and should have been, you know, uh, valid. Yes, they weren't. They didn't work. So now we have Nassara, and hopefully with the advent of Nassara, then those treaties will be able to be enforced just like everything else. And possibly, you know, the, the old procedures will give way. We'll have something new, and the people won't have to do all this. But I've just heard, been on too many calls where I've heard, People are all good and happy and thinking that, you know, they're going to get something. And then you tell them they got to get their DNA done, and they just go, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you either do it or don't. I mean, it's all good. Nobody's forcing yeah. you. If you don't believe in it, it's okay. You know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something. But I just, oh, when this whole thing happens, this is going to be so wonderful. I think people are having a lot of anxiety right now. Yes. Um, but but really, well, you know, the reason why they have anxiety is because a lot of people have invested in the Iraqi dinars and other currencies, and this has not happened yet. And once again, uh, you know, it goes back to just that. That's the anxiety. That's 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 one part of it. That's not the whole story. Okay, that's a part, that's a small part of it because it has not happened. And here we are. Uh, on the 30th of January, tomorrow's the 31st, and and Sunday is the 1st of February. And they say that this all going to get done on 1st of February, so people can go to the bank on Monday. So once again, uh, Tony and D.C. is going to say, well, you know, uh, well, uh, I didn't think that we'd be here on Monday. And uh, yes, they are here on Monday because guess what? Every time they come in, they see dollar signs. And the reason why they see dollar signs, because yeah. every time that they have their calls, donations are coming in like mad. Oh. Okay? So they have 20,000-plus listeners on every conference call. Oh, my God. So whenever somebody mentions about donations, Tony don't have to mention it. His followers are going to mention it for him. Okay? You know, his followers is going to mention it. And if they, if one other person doesn't mention it, guess what? That's a good thousand or two thousand or three thousand dollars going into his coffers. Okay? And uh, once again, I just tell everybody, please, this thing about the Iraqi denial is going to be a big shock for a lot, a lot of people. It was for me when I first had to uh, keep my mouth quiet. Because it was a shocker to me, and I said I had to keep this quiet for at least six months. I cannot open my mouth. I could not open my mouth about it because because if I did, I'd be in trouble. But like I said before, I had to say it after that six months. Then I told I told everybody what the deal was. The reason why the Iraqi dollar is not going to revalue in, in the United States because Pop, uh, 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 Papa Bush. He has 29 stores throughout the United States of America, 29 exchange stores throughout, throughout the United States of America, and he and others had their hands in their rocket deniers. These are the people who are very greedy, and they had tainted their rocket deniers. So therefore, it's not going to happen inside the United States. But the Iraqi people are indeed are going to have their revaluation. Every currency on this planet is going to reevaluate, including the United States. Okay? 
only for the Iraqi Dinar people, they will have their own revaluation, just like the United States will have their own revaluation. If you are holding Iraqi Dinar, oh, by the way, what did Tony say today, uh, uh, Max? Tell people about what he said today. And, and I wrote that down, and that kind of surprised me. What he said? Would you kindly tell the audience what Tony said today? Um, help, help me out, Captain. He said a lot of things. I'm trying uh, to think of what he said. He says uh, a lady came in and asked, uh, uh, "Well, if the if the dong or the uh, the dong no, if the if the Zimbabwe is is eight cents." Uh, Here's a here's a way of going around all you know, here's a way of going around all that. What did he say about the Iraqi dinar? And here's a way of going around all that. What did he say? He said sell your Iraqi dinars back. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that interesting? He would say that. Why would he say that? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sell your sell your dollars back or sell your rupee back. But no, he said, sell your Iraqi denarius back. Why would he say that? Hmm. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. He's slowly, slowly, he's getting the program together for the people. Because guess what? A lot of people are going to be caught, caught with the pants down. And, you know, he said something else too, Captain. He mentioned about that there were offers made to him. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. By the way, he says, uh, "Guys, uh, uh, there were offers made to me, but, but guess what? I didn't take it." Mm -hmm. Uh, Why would he even say that? I would even say that on a call. Yeah. Okay. So why would he even say that? Oh, I'm a very honest person, and 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 uh, well, I'm just you know I'm squeaky clean, and people, you're gonna find out who who. Uh, Anthony Wayne Renfo is. He's a con artist. He got a court date coming up in June, June 2015. And it's for for money fraud and theft of investors. That's That's who Tony TNT is. He's a con artist. And people are going to find out the real truth. And on, to me, the only reason something goes at wackadoodle out of balance is because people did not have their priorities together at the beginning of the discussion. Not this discussion, but the discussion in general that planted itself from monetary perspective as opposed to planting itself in a spiritual and universal that is bigger than us. Mm-hmm. The money is the freaking byproduct. It is not the primary. So my heart goes out to people that have been tricked by this only because they allowed that part to lead them as opposed to letting the spiritual and the universal lead them. Mm-hmm. My heart breaks for that. God knows how many people have been impacted and as many as the town crier is out there saying, hold up, wait a minute, i got to tell you something. Everything's flying around all over in plain view. But there's still people that are holding on to, well, I did this for a good church because nobody would ever do this to me. Yeah. It breaks my heart. Yeah. And uh, me, and tell just you, stop. It, it plays on, see, I mean, boy, I almost don't want to say this, but I got to say this. You know, 
just like when we're talking about the TNT situation, it's made to look so innocent. You know, you're such a you're such a nice guy. Politicians do it too. You know, they get up there and they're smiling and they just, oh, you're such a nice guy and my family. But you know, behind the scenes, I equate this to to wrestling. If you've ever watched wrestling, not the the real stuff, the fake stuff. They come out there and they put on the show, and I hate this guy. But in the back room, they're all friends. Mm-hmm. See, it's kind of like that. It's made to look a certain kind of way, and you know the dialogue and everything. Oh, he's so nice, but it's just it's playing on that. Like I say, we're easily tricked. It's playing on that, and boy, it sounds good, looks good, but it's not good. That's why I have a problem whenever you can kind of pick out these little glitches, these little holes in the in the game there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm like I said with this other, just like with that mm-hmm. discussion we we're having earlier. You know, maybe this whoever this person is, maybe he is legit, whatever. But I, I just, I heard something that says, I, you know, I see a little chink in the armor there. That's a problem because it just, I don't know. I won't even go there. I, I just, I'll leave it at that. So again, 313, we appreciate you as always sharing. The Lord knows you do your due diligence, and we greatly appreciate you. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate you all. Okay, great. Thank you. I'm going to welcome in caller 718. 718, welcome to the call. Hey, good night. Hold on. I forgot I was listening. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I forgot I have... uh, Press the button to talk. Oh, that's you. Okay. How's everyone tonight? It's okay. Okay, look good. Look good. Good. Captain, yesterday on a, what, MSNBC, they said mm-hmm. that um, the, 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 the president signed an executive order to shut down the Senate. Oh, why that? Effective immediately. I saw that yeah. article, but it was under the humor section of the, of the paper that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, he did what now? Signing an executive order to shut down the Congress. Shut down Congress. Why would he do that? Well, I was calling to find out from the expert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay well. I saw that order, and I was gonna. Uh, I had to sit there. I said, "Let me read it first. What I find myself zeroing in on is that it was in the humor section of the paper, and it was written by a comedian. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, it's not funny because we need that to happen. That would have been, I was excited when I first saw it to say something. Hold up, wait a minute. Let's explore. And when I saw that oh. uh, written by a comedian in the humor section, I said, okay, I have it now. I got it. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. That is so not funny. <laughs> we, need it, we need that to be true. Yes, indeed. We need that to be true. Yeah, and the guy, uh, the silver guy in um, Albany, the, the house speaker, giving his resignation today, which will be effective Monday. I think Sheldon Silver, mm-hmm. the 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 um the house speaker in Albany. Yes. 
tender his resignation, and two or three other people is being investigated now for fraud and corruption and stuff up there in Albany. Mm-hmm. So they're asking now. Is there's a lot of activity going on, a yeah. lot of activity. How much um, Cuomo know, know about it, and what is his involvement in it now? So uh, he's getting pulled into the mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my little bit for today. We appreciate you also because we, we know you constantly doing your due diligence as well, and we appreciate mm-hmm. that. Okay, not a problem. Thank you so much. Okay, sweetie. Uh-huh. I'm going to welcome in caller 773. Caller 773, welcome to the call. Good evening, uh, in Sheba, Max, and Captain. Hi. Uh, Good evening. Hi there. Uh, Captain, uh, January, your first call in January, you said something about the fiat was coming to an end in June or July. Could you further explain what you meant when you said that? Well, well, the the petrodollar, better known as the fiat, better known as the Federal Reserve note, uh, it is coming to an end. And it is coming to an end because of what Switzerland done about two weeks ago. When the Swiss decided to turn on their SWIFT code accounts, that means they're, they're using their own money, no more of the fiat currency. Or no more the United States dollar. Same thing with the Brit. Same thing with the Brit nation. They decided to no longer use the United States currency. Uh, a lot of these countries, uh, well over 209 countries, have this have have signed on not to use the United States currency. So if you look at the Dow Jones today, the Dow Jones hit a uh, 251 points today, low today, okay? It has been in the red uh, all this week except for one day, which was, which, was, which, was, which was yesterday. It was in a positive of 250, 254 yesterday. Now it's 251 negative today, okay? But it's been negative for the rest of this week except for one day. So what I'm just trying to tell you is that the euro is in trouble. So when the euro hits, uh, when it hits 110 or 1.10, there is no return. Uh, uh, Greece has announced today they are no they are no longer want the backing of the Federal Reserve. There is no quantitative. There is no quantitative easing uh, for Greece. They don't want the money. They're going to they're kick the Federal Reserve out, and they're going to do it uh, the old-fashioned way. They're going to start from the very beginning, and that's the domino effect. That's how Europe is going to be taken out because of what Greece did just, uh, just uh, yesterday. Greece says, we don't want to borrow any more money. We're done borrowing, borrowing money to keep this to keep us afloat. We will do it the old fashioned way. And that way we won't be charged interest every time we keep borrowing from you guys. So that was the whole that was the whole crust of all this is to stop the interest payments and start doing everything uh the old fashioned way. Just like 
what Iceland did. Iceland kicked out uh, the Federal Reserve. And look where they're at. They're in a positive. And now they're giving their citizens in Iceland, they get a residual check every single month. How about that? Every single month they get a residual check for life. As long as they are Iceland citizens, they get a residual check every single month. And they don't even have to work for it. How about that? Okay? So that, that's almost like the Sarah in Iceland because they kicked out the elites. That's exactly what they did. Okay? And you know exactly- what, Captain? Yes, sir. Um, I'm sorry for interrupting. Uh, I, I have a question. Um, with respect to everything you just stated, you know, is this um, not necessarily by chance that this is happening where it's kind of like these examples of how Nasera can work? You know, it's not just the kickbacks and money. It's the, the medical. It's the uh, free energy mm-hmm. aspects. I mean, you're seeing like a lot of different areas where we're kind of kind of tickling this thing a little bit, but it's not the real thing yet. And my question is, is that by design, let's say, or are we just wishful thinking when it comes to that kind of what's happening with this? Well, I think I think a little bit of both, okay, is by design and it's wishful thinking because as we manifest, so does it happen. Okay? So that's what we're doing. We are we are manifesting all this. Mm. We have decided to no longer deal with the uh, deal with the elite when it comes to the Federal Reserve note. It's dead. As a matter of fact, it wouldn't surprise me come Monday that we have a whole new system altogether. It wouldn't surprise me at all that we have a whole new system that come February the 2nd. We have a whole brand new system. It wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me. Exactly. There's a lot of activity going on simultaneously all over the globe with a lot of governments, and a lot of them are just saying no. No, we don't want your GMO. No, we don't want your fracking. Pennsylvania and a couple of the states are now putting down fracking. There's a a lot of countries are heavily moving over to alternative energies. So mm-hmm. when one looks at it, it's not looking at the one event. There are literally multiple multiple events occurring at the same time mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. And those are what you're looking So you never look for one because it's multiple. Yeah. And That's it's a beautiful right. thing, the kind of articles that I've been reading with countries and people like, you can't come here with that crap. We don't want that crap. You keep that in your own backyard, but don't try and infiltrate it into our country, into our people. Right. Okay. okay well, so, okay. All right. Here I go. All right. So uh, this is part two of the part one I just asked about. Is it, um, you know, is this wishful thinking or is it by design? Okay. Part two of that is this. Based upon what Nasheba just said, okay, well, at some point, you know, we're, we, we, the, the, the dialogue is, 
and understanding really the difference between uh, imminent and um, immediate. It sounds like those two things are the same, but they're really not. But that's kind of the, the feeling. We're like, we're right there. So at what point do you really say, okay, I'm off the fence? And the fence being staying and understanding what you know to be what we're dealing with, the old system, and how what we think will happen, how we try to put that into the old system, as opposed to saying, I don't care what you tell me, I don't care what I see, I don't care what I know, all that is washed away, and what's coming is something completely, totally different, and I'm only looking at what's coming. I don't care what has passed or is present. At what point are we, you know, there, let's say? Because I keep hearing certain things about what's coming, but they're basing it on the old stuff. See? At what point do you flush the old knowing that the new's coming and it's all new, not just the money, let's say? It's all, everything's new. I know it's kind of a complex question. I but that's the, the one I'm, that's what become. I'm touching with. The more conscious we become, which is happening more ra- happening more rapidly than people can imagine, that's ergo what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. It's manifesting what's going on in our conscious. That thought is broader than what people think it is, because people are tired. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I sat up and read like four. Um, uh, situations where people were mauled by dogs in the presence of police. Mm-hmm. I was so disgusted by the time I read four, and I and all you can do after a while is time for it to end. So the more of us get so I've had you've had enough. You stand your ground when you've done all you can do. You continue to stand your ground and keep allowing the positive thoughts to manifest and understand we have the power. Greater is he that lives within me than he that lives within the world. The he within you is the universe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's who we need to tap in. That's what we need to tap into. It's not just a matter of, okay, we got to activate this and we're waiting for this one moment and this one time. No, it's happening now. It's happening now, and all you got to do is tap into it. And you, you can run around places to get guidance in it, yes. But ultimately, the, I read some of the data really tells me the, the portal out of the matrix is within. Mm-hmm. The portal outside of the matrix is the greater disease that lives within us. Allow us, who you really are, who you really were, to wake up. And the sooner we turn that on, the sooner the blink of the eye will come. Mm-hmm. And it's happening. We're living in the now of it happening. Mm-hmm. And the more we just, okay, go ahead and set it. Go ahead and accept it. Go ahead and embrace it. Don't fight it. Yeah, you're going to try and understand it. You're just going to get a little confused. Don't defer to someone who may be able to take you by the hand and take you along the way. But accept it and embrace it because the time is now. It's not okay. what we're like waiting for somebody to ring the um, school bell. The time okay. and the opportunity is now. All right. 
Now I, I'm 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 following along with what you just said. Mm-hmm. Now you're speaking from a position of awareness. Right. Okay. Okay. So if you're speaking, it's like when you talk about the matrix. To even know that there is a matrix is mm-hmm. speaking from a point of awareness. Mm-hmm. There are those who mm-hmm. are not aware of mm-hmm. the matrix. Okay. And I'm not talking a small number. That's so there's, there's still that critical mass scenario that's mm-hmm. on the table, if if that all be true, mm-hmm. okay, where enough know that take it over the top. And for those who don't know, they just kind of follow in behind because of that, that vortex that kind of pulls them in, mm-hmm. okay? And the question is, I mean, I'm not asking as though you would know, but the question mm-hmm. is, when we when do we get there? That's my whole on the fence thing because I continually hear how um, everyone is. I say everyone. I use that loosely. Believe me. Mm-hmm. How whatever may be coming forth, monetarily, whatever, is still trying to be fit into what we exist in now see based upon what we know what we're comfortable with but and but when that does happen it's like all that goes away and i think that's kind of what's getting missed i guess is what i'm saying as though somehow will we are we not thinking enough in a conversation about people that are not awake, but they are compensated for uh, when you, when you go to um, the harvest is ripe, but labor is a few. I think it was always part of the equation, you know, not 100% of the people are going to move all at the same time. But right. enough of them, I am my brother's keeper. Yep. Enough, the harvest is ripe, the labor is a few. Enough of that percentage is high enough and strong enough to carry those that don't have a clue in the world what in the world we're talking about. But they will feel it over time. But if the percentage is high enough to carry them over, and I think by design it was set up like that. Look at all the activations that have gone on. Look at all the energy. Not everybody feels that. Well, you you bet you can walk out today, this weekend. And ask me, oh, have you, did you feel that last activation? And they're going to be like, have you lost your mind? I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't feel it. I haven't mm-hmm. felt all of them, but I've felt plenty of them. Mm-hmm. But I can walk up a complete stranger. They might think I'm out of my mind. Mm-hmm. But there's enough to carry the load of those that do know to carry them through. So I think this is probably the part that thinks, oh, it has to be 100%. I have a feeling the equation wasn't set up like because you knew by default everybody's on their own level. Mm-hmm. What's more important is to get enough to overcompensate, to carry the mm-hmm. load because I am my brother's keeper, because the harvest is right and the labor's a few, to compensate, compensate for that. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, it, boy, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's I've told you this many times, Nashiba, but you're hitting home runs here. These are out of the park. Um, it it kind of takes me back to the earlier conversation, and I'm I'm not trying to harp on this, but 
not necessarily that particular, but I'm saying mm-hmm. in general, when the conversation is like that, this is what you need to do. But if you don't do this, you won't get that. That's mm-hmm. what I heard. Yeah. And see, that pulls those that may be on the fence getting ready to go over it pulls them back that's kind of what i'm hitting on and when you talk about being our brother's keeper it's like it's incumbent upon someone who is aware to say hey i'm throwing the flag on this okay you're missing something um you need to do more on this before you say that you know put it on the table see that's kind of what I'm saying. It's at a time where it's kind of time to kind of speak up and say something. If mm-hmm. you have even a question, but if you know without a doubt, wait a minute, you you left some stuff out that's real important. What about this stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Well, maybe you should find out before you say what you're saying. See, that's kind of where I am with this. If I am my brother's keeper, I'm supposed to look out for those who don't know, see, and say, hey, hold up a second before you jump. Let's check this out first. Not, oh, yeah, because of this, that's okay. But you leaving out a big piece of this. So um, those puzzle pieces don't fit. So back to the point of, yes, I, I agree with, you know, the overcompensation part where, the the critical mass may not be what it may need to be. Let's say it may need to be, you know, 40%, but because of the overcompensation, you may only need 35%. Okay. To get everybody else. Okay. I got it. So I'm all for that. I'm just concerned about the belief that, well, when this happens, then I'll be able to go and do this based upon this system and I'll get into the Forex and I'll do, but wait a minute, all that stuff's going away. See, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. The understanding that that stuff will not be in place anymore and realize that we're going to like a whole new ball game here. We don't even know necessarily the rules yet. Exactly. And then here's here's another analogy for some people that might be in scrum or uh, project management world. One of the things I like to, about the scrum methodology is the project does not stop just because there's an oopsie along the line. The, the project can, continues to progress. You deal with the oopsie, but it does not stop the momentum mm-hmm. of the project. Mm-hmm. True, 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 true. I agree. I mean, that's, you know, and, and I've heard someone say this, and I've always kind of you kept that one in the back of my mind, you know, when it comes to TNT, okay, it'd be different if they really had some kind of control and say in this, but they don't. See, that's kind of an important thing to know when you know that there's that situation out there when you got this massive amount of people that are following that information. It'd be different if they really had some of the control that they kind of say they do, you know, and, and the information and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But understanding that they really don't, then it's like, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter because they don't, they're not who they say they are. So it's not like they can push this button or whatever 
to, to kind of make things move forward. They're not in control of anything. See? Huh. But there's a belief that they they got some kind of power over this. They know something, you know, all that kind of stuff. I know when something they really you don't. don't know. It's still yeah, that but they, <laughs> yeah, but they really don't. No, they don't. Yeah. Due diligence. Mm-hmm. Look, at the end of the day, at some point we have to be accountable for some, you know, for something. Or at least mm-hmm. try to pretend to look or defer to somebody who can help you understand it, you know, mm-hmm. better. But to just blindly, especially when there's been alerts popping off here and there. Mm-hmm. Do you ignore the alerts or do it? One day you open the door and say, well, let me, let me look in that door over there. Mm-hmm. But everybody does, doesn't do that. And it was specifically designed in a way that it is because economy is not totally straightened out. And a lot of people are still hurting. There's still 20 million something people still on long-term unemployed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're considered off the map. That. Exactly. Yeah, they're off the map. They don't, yeah. They don't, they don't consider those numbers. Yeah. No. Right. Yep. They consider those the couch potatoes that have nothing else to do with the time, when a lot of them are professional people that have been in a profession for well over 20 years. They did mm-hmm. all the right things. They got their degrees. They got all the professional certifications, top of the class, the whole nine years, and they were discarded like some uh, some diapers or something. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I know several people that are in that situation. So do I. And it's scary and it's sad. So I understand why and how people feel because, oh, well, I can put my hope on this, this will come through. Mm -hmm. If I keep holding on to it, but if you're not kind of dotting eyes, crossing T's, looking behind the curtain, you you get you start following because of this kind of stuff and you figure out, oh well there's enough people paying attention to it but maybe it's true but the loudest the loudest voice is not always the right voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many examples in history have we seen where people gravitated to completely psychopathic individuals, followed them with everything they had, just to find out that the person was crazy. Yeah, I go back to something else that I continually hear on this uh, TNT call. And this is an uh, an example of what you're talking about here. The dialogue is always kind of stated. Well, one thing we do know is that we know that this is going to happen. We just don't know when. See, that is, boy, that's a, that's a, a convoluted statement. Because, yeah, it will happen, but not as you're describing it. And that's the the little twist on this thing. The belief that, yeah, it's going to happen, and it's going to happen the way I described it is going to happen. See, that's the catch. So if if you essentially buy into that, then you buy in. Where... If it were put on the table that, yes, it's going to happen, but it's going to happen in such a way that it's in-country only. See, that's something different. Mm -hmm. See, that part is not being stated. That's important. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
And that's purely just talking about the money aspect of this whole mm-hmm. thing. But that's what a lot of people are kind of hanging their hat on. So they're paying attention to that, see. All this other stuff is kind of, oh, yeah, I know about the bills and debt forgiveness. Yeah, well, right, right, right. They're not really caring about that too much. No. not saying they don't care, but that's not the real focus. You know, uh, free energy. Oh, yeah, that's nice. And, you know, cars that don't run on gas. Oh, yeah, great. You know, they don't really care about that. Where's the money? That's right. what they want to do. Their ears are literally programmed for buzzwords. Yeah. Hashtag so, whatever. Hashtag whatever. <laughs> yeah. With nothing really supporting that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've said this more than once. It's because we've had bad examples. That's the example. That's what's in front of us all the time. That kind of a mentality. So it's kind of like, that's kind of like all we know. I'm not saying that everyone falls into that. But, you know, in general, that's kind of the way it's being thrown out there. You know, and it's just much more to it than that. And I'm going to tell you, you know, you hear me speaking this right now. But I was on that other side not that long ago. That's why I guess why I'm feeling the way I feel about it. I was there. Believe me, I was there. What kind of car? What kind of this? And how much of that? All of that. And I'm not saying that that is a bad thing. But if that is your whole focus, then you're missing it. Balance. Yes. There you go. There you go. Thanks, 773. Thank you so much for calling. Did you have additional comments or questions? I, I sure did. I was wondering, are there any other countries that are actually uh, uh, looking to do what Greece did that we that, that we know of off just automatic? Uh, Captain, do you know of any other countries or fans? I know I'm seeing a lot of activity from a few, few questions, but uh, Captain, are there any additional countries that are doing what the priest is doing from what you've seen thus far? Hello? Uh, Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, sir. Okay, would you repeat that? She was so low, I couldn't hardly hear her. Oh, oh, okay. I was wondering, uh, just what Greece did, are there any, any other countries that that's going to copycat? Uh... Uh, yes. Uh, once Greece once Greek goes, then it then it becomes a domino effect throughout throughout mm-hmm. Europe. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Europe so, first versus uh... Yeah, uh, right, right. So, so what happens is it hits it hits in the east and it goes right to the west. In other words, mm-hmm. it, it hits the uh, Europe uh, economy. And all the European countries, including Russia and China, are going to fall because of that. What Greece decided to do, because it is all because the euro, the the eurozone, uh, is using the euro. So mm-hmm. the euro was designed to get rid of the fiat, which is the Federal Reserve, and that's why it was orchestrated, because it was set up to get rid of the Federal Reserve. And the the BRIC nations, they're holding strong. They have well over uh, 200 countries behind the BRIC nations. So that's exactly what's happening. So that's why I say it wouldn't surprise me this coming Monday that we see a, a, a severe nosedive in the stock market. 
Jackson. Well, you know, that's a, that's Captain. I tell you, that's a that's a great point about you know the Euro, but you know it's it's you can see how complex that is now. Now that it's actually mm-hmm. playing itself mm-hmm. out, yeah. You know, it's uh that kind of lets you know just how complex this whole thing is. For mm-hmm. look how long the Euro's been in place, okay. And it was kind of like, you know, and I've heard this stated this way that when it comes to these kinds of things, these things are thought out in hundred year um, blocks. That's right. You know, so to think that far down the road to for something to play out like it's playing out now. That's look how swiftly the Rick said built up the way it did. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Absolutely. I mean, it was going there overnight. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, well thank you very much. You're thank quite you so welcome. Much. We're gonna welcome in caller three one seven. Caller three one seven, welcome to the call. Good evening. Hi. And Max and Captain, this is Frankie. Hey Frankie, how are you? I'm okay. Uh I have two different oh, things. Frankie. I wish you would have corrected me. Uh, since I've been calling in, I've been saying the wrong, uh, been saying new Sarah, and it took me I don't know how long to learn to say knee Sarah, whatever, you know, it's for Nisara. the pronunciation. You did correct me on that. That's right. It is Nisara. It's <laughs> N-E-S-A-R-A, the National Economic Security and Reformation Act. And you know, I must say, now on that, I assumed that I had to be stubborn until, I, I don't know, I went over and over it, and then I said, well, my God, I wasn't corrected. That, that it might have embarrassed me, but I want to say, I want to thank you for, you, you know, you could have, because I love to be criticized, and that's very rare in a lot of people. I don't mind it a bit. But the okay. reason, the next thing I would like to say is, you know, you have a lot of compassion. All of you guys have a lot of compassion for people, and so do I. But sometimes people's mind is so locked in and locked up. You can be old, or you can be 20, or you can be 30. It's just some people re- actually refuse to, uh, to go in their own mind and try to make changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have found that a lot of people are just so selfish, their minds will stay locked up because they're not sharing or they're not giving when the opportunity arises. So, mm-hmm. therefore, you have to give up something to gain something. And some people ain't going to never get it. Now, this is some terrible English, but some people ain't going to never get it because they're so stubborn it's like you know, uh, you know of a preacher, or or someone that has been teaching the same thing, but then they go out and do everything that is told you not to do. Exactly. But yet, to go to his church or whatever every Sunday and believe, and he's the biggest <clears throat> uh, ever seen. So I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself up over people not get it. They get it. They just mm-hmm. playing, a lot of people play games with people. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. And I refuse to do that because you know what? It's really going to come back on you. I'm glad you said that because the person who does that, who does that very, very well, I got to say, I give him credit for that. His name is Tony Renfro. I never he listened. Does, he does that masterfully. Hmm. He does it masterfully because the people don't even come in and even question him. Oh, you're just so wonderful. Oh, you just this. Oh, you just that. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself, you know, this man got these people really trained. Yes. He does. Yes. He got them trained because they dare not to ask a certain question about Tony Renfro because Tony walks on air. <laughs> and it's true. It's yes. because, because people dare not because if they do, they'd be ostracized because yeah. they want to know the truth. Right. And see, by him being a manipulator, whatever he is, yes, they are true. manipulators also, so they're eating it up together. They so if they want to go down with somebody that's leading them down the wrong path, so be it. I ain't that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for letting me <laughs> run my mouth. Uh, you know, I do want to finish everybody. The shoe is about to drop. It really is, guys. I'm telling you. The shoe is going to drop, and when it drops, it's going to hit people like it's never hit them before, and they're going to be caught with their pants down. I'm telling you. It, it's going to be a shocker for a lot of people. They have the opportunity to start. I told people, look, take the blinders off. It's time to start looking around. Instead of looking, instead of having the blinders on, looking straight ahead, and you don't look at nothing else, take the blinders off and start looking around so you can see what's all around you. You know, because when you start to see what's all around you, then you become very well equipped to know how to deal with something down the road. People got blinders on, and guess what? When this thing all unfolds, and they're going to find out who DC is, and they're going to find out who Tony really is. Because today, he mentioned about, he said, uh, I got to talk to my ABC agency. What was that all about? Hmm. Why would he say that? I mean, anybody with good common sense, see, he's telling you who he is. Right. You know? Sometimes I think that Tony does that intentionally. Mm-hmm. He does it intentionally. Uh, 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 on Monday, no, on Wednesday, he said, my handler. And he said it twice and laughed about it. Well, anybody Captain Ned. Anybody who has good sense knows that handler comes from the term from the CIA. Captain, there's a term that is used in a courtroom situation. And, I mean, you can use it anywhere, but primarily it's used in the courtroom situation. It's called uh, plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. And essentially how that's being used is he's saying these things so that when things do happen, he can say, well, you know, I did say this and I did mm-hmm. say that. See, it's like it wasn't a secret. I said it, but you just didn't catch it. That's that plausible deniability. It's like it gives you that out by him making those statements and throwing that out there. See, that's what's going on with that. That's at least what I see. 
that's on point. That that one is definitely on point. I'm going to welcome in caller 904, caller 904. Welcome to the call. Uh, thank you, Nasheba. Uh, this Hi. is Linda from Florida. Hello, Captain. Hello, Max. Uh, hello, hello, family on the call. And um, I have a few things to say, but one of the first things is I want to say thank you. This is like it hit me right where I've been living all week um, from the very first caller, uh, the information she brought in, and every comment. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, at least for this year, I've been doing the Dinar Guru uh, Intel, the blogs, the YouTube videos, every conference call I could get my hands on and things uh, for information. And mine, um, but but this week and about the last 10 days, um, actually, Max, since your last call, what do you do the one, uh, not this week, I didn't listen, but last week on the universal laws, mm-hmm. that everything yeah. was just getting so heavy and mm-hmm. and it was getting to the point where okay we're taking in all of this information but why and max you asked a question at what time do you stop taking in information and looking backwards and say okay we're going forward mm-hmm. and what i found in the, these 10 days um by sitting back and searching and what um uh is that we're past that time Yes. And and mm-hmm. so even with all of the gurus, with all of the intel, people are not talking about when is the revalue, when is the RV, that the gurus are not talking about that or anyone. It's only the people who need a financial blessing. They're yes. asking those questions, but the gurus mm-hmm. are talking about projects and talking mm-hmm. about building governments and talking mm-hmm. about now the republic, even building the government here. And you guys talk about Tony, but he says, you know, it's not about us. You know, it's about everybody. It's about the government, you know. It's about, you know, politics, and I can't, I won't choose sides. They want me to. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I'm, I have to make a statement first. Max, you need to listen because this is for you. So I'm mm-hmm. telling everyone in the call, it's like, hey, I'm throwing, on, I'm throwing the flag on this one. <laughs> it's like on this call that we are our brother's keepers and mm-hmm. that the thing that's going on with the information is um, like I wrote something yesterday. I was talking, having a conversation with someone and we were speaking and we said um, it went like this. Uh, I guess I'll stop at, my, at the first comment because then I'll catch your attention, Ms. Uh, Sheba. Mm-hmm. Says, um, it is the spirit of my heavenly father and he's created everything that is that was and that will to come and so so to say it is it was a spiritual conversation that we were talking about and it was a lady and she was saying no one knows no excuse me no one has the fullness of truth as of yet and then speaking of the cabal she said they have fooled us they have no they have fooled with our and she said history with the right, with our races, with our DNA, with word deception and language, they've uh-huh. done it deliberately uh-huh. to uh-huh. deceive, to divide the people. And uh-huh. then she said, she said again. So this is not the first time this has uh-huh. happened. Exactly. And then she said, listen to the still small voice inside. So how do you know when it's time, or how do you know what the truth is and what's not? And it's like sometimes you have to just 
get quiet and hear what the creator is saying to you. And and so that's why I said it again. It's like no one has the fullness that that this has been going on that most of the people with Nasara and that that uh, they said that this has been over 20 years in the making, and I think even Catherine said it. So now mm-hmm. it's over 20. It's over 20 years in the making, but one of the conditions of Nasara is one of the first conditions is that the farmers' claims have to be paid in a gold back gold or silver backed currency. Gold backed currency. Mm-hmm. Am I correct, Captain? That, that, that is correct. And, and see, okay. and you know, and Tony says, and I'm gonna say this. Okay. You know, it came out of his mouth. He said, "I don't believe that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go into a gold backed currency." Those were his words. Well, and, he did. That was plausible deniability because uh, he can uh, honestly say we're not going to go into it because we're already there. We did it yesterday, last week, last month, whatever. And it doesn't mean that it's not done just because we haven't gotten the the receipt in our mailbox. It just hasn't gotten to us yet, but it's already done. It's already Iraq, done. That's is, right. Iraq re initiated there currency what last year they revalued it already it just hasn't made it to us but it's done that the republic in the united states it's already restored it's been restored since 2010 it just hasn't gotten to us yet and so all of these things you know we're talking about galactics i think they were supposed what's going on with the galactic disclosures that was supposed to happen back in 1987 and things and we were right there and then it couldn't happen, and they said because enough people didn't wake up. And so all of these things, so everyone, Max, you said, when are we going to stop looking at the old and look at the new? And the fact is, it says there's nothing new under the sun. Everything old is already done, all of this stuff. It's done. We're doing it all again. And and it's, and it's But this is the new thing. And the Sheba, you said it on the call. You said we've never done this before where it all comes to a head or a culmination at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's why where the frustration is, because everybody has their piece of the puzzle done. It's been done for years, most of it, months. But now it's like, well, we got to announce this before we can announce that, before that can happen. And so now where we think that it's cabal fighting and other countries' things and stuff, a lot of it is infighting and people who work for 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 years to complete something. And now we also have to deal with egos in addition to everything else so that we can bring it out at the same time to create this new um, golden age. And, you know, some people call it God's kingdom. Some call it a new age or a golden age, this age of Aquarius that it's all of these things just by different names. And so while I said that, uh, you know, and and so I'm saying this again, it's like what uh, I'll tell everyone uh, something about me and my week. The other thing is uh, I am the face of of the homeless right now. I am the face of the long-term unemployed. I am the face of, Um, You know, college educated, had a business and this, but people can't, my business was janitorial. Well, people can't afford to hire an outside cleaning company when they have to cut everything except the toilet paper, you know, the cut budget everywhere in there. So they start cleaning their self or whatever. So 
No one wants to hire a post-college graduate that's owned their own business to work at McDonald's, even though I might choose to work at three, just, you know, three part-time to earn a living because that would be easy for me to work 18 hours a day. And so I'm, I'm saying this, that part, because now I'm going to tell you guys where I get my perspective. And so I listen to conference calls because, remember, I'm unemployed and I'm homeless now. And so I have a lot of time on my hand. So uh, I listen to this call, uh, or it's calls are replaced, but it's conference calls still. I listen to one called Captain. It was Captain and Ashiba and Max. Max, I listen to Dr. W.C., I listen to Midwest, I listen to Willie, I listen to Dr. Henderson, I listen to Drake Bailey, I listen to Republic for the U.S., I listen to Dave Smith, I listen to TNT Tony, and I listen to, oh, God, what is it called? Uh, one on Blogspot where it's the, the Anne and the Angels, oh, what is it? Uh, well, anyway, I, I listen to that one maybe two to four hours a week. So as a total, I listen to at least 40 hours of conference calls every week, and that's if I don't listen to any double. And in addition to that, I go and I look at Internet news. I go to the United Nations site regularly, Nassara blog site, Blogspot, Dinar Recaps, uh, Dinar Truth Matrix, Rumor Mill News, YouTube videos on things like ancient Kemet, the Constitution, the Moors, and on religion and sovereignty. And um, and so I am, my day starts between 3 and 6 in the morning to start listening to conference calls or videos, and sometimes I'm not finished until midnight. And, uh, and I, I do a lot of it laying down because I might fall asleep and have to wake up and rewind. So I just want to say that to, to tell you guys that my perspective is a little bit wider and more vast because it's not about money or dinar. And when everybody, if everybody got the money today, even if it wasn't taken from us, that we have to educate ourselves on how to spend it and how to save it in a new world. And I was, we're all looking backwards. We're all looking across oceans at other people's uh, country. And and we might think it doesn't apply to us, but it does. And, Captain, you were saying, you and Max, like how big Nasara is, and it's huge. But there's something more huge than Nasara, and it's that G-Sara, which was the global Nasara, which is like for all globally that every country on the globe and the galactics and probably other planets, which is why there's so much about humanity and those nations coming, that we're putting in laws and treaties and constitution things to protect mankind, beast kind, humankind, galactic kind, all of these different kinds. And and this stuff is serious. So, so I'm saying it because it's like, are, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, we are. And if we don't look at the whole world, get out of ourselves and off of one call or one group, that we're going to be in trouble. And we're and for all of the work that we put in, that we're going to be walking blindly when it happens. And everyone that's coming to us, we're going to walk them straight into a hole. 
unless we and and I'm going to stop because I know I, I I'm doing this a long time and Max I I I hear you want to say something so I'm going to stop right now in the middle but um well not right now excuse me I'm going to say one thing to Captain and I would like for you to think about it so you can answer after because I know Max probably wants to say something uh, part another part of Nasara it says that when it was done that there were only two uh, good senators and Joe Biden was one of those. And so I'm wondering from you how in 1989, 19, 2002 or whatever, uh, what caused Joe Biden to go from the light side to the dark side? And I was wondering if it was probably uh, they did something to the death of his wife. But uh, that's it. So I'm going to uh, be quiet because, uh, Max, what do you want to say? Okay. <laughs> okay. Captain, me, go ahead. Okay, let me say this about about the about Joe Biden. Okay. Uh, it is true Joe Biden's wife was in a car accident. And I believe that uh I think it took I think it uh it took a child too, I think. I'm not really sure. I think it's his wife and a child. And I think that at that particular time Joe Biden was a senator at that time. And uh you know, um he you know, he was in a pickle on certain on certain uh, uh, votes and passages of this, a passage of that, and, and at that time, uh, we believe that uh, he was indeed compromised, and uh, uh, his wife and his child was taken away from him. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And, That's what I wrote, but I I knew you would probably yes, have a clearer. Yes. Answer. Yes. His wife was his. Uh, uh, you know. Yes. He is. He is of the dark, and he's been of the dark to this present day. Okay. And uh, he is working with the cabal to this present day. Uh, he, he, he does not care for President Obama, okay? That's secretly he does not care for him, okay? But in all face, he's looking as if, you know, he's his buddy and this and that. But he's a backstabber, okay? Okay. So, uh, and then when it comes to the Congress, even with this new Congress, that's in play. Uh, all 535 Congress and Senate, what's going to be left? 64 people have been secretly, secretly arranged to carry on when President Obama announced Nasera. I'm glad you said For, that because... The other yeah, ones are clones or holograms or something, correct? That's right. Yeah, 471 will be arrested. And, yes, all 471, they're all holograms and clones. That's all they That's are. That's right. why the joke because, that the lady from New York brought in earlier that was in the newspaper as a joke, it was really the truth camouflaged as a joke. And so I just exactly, wanted to say to exactly. her that exactly. she has an excellent discernment because uh, that is that was – True intel, but it was camouflaged to the to the masses as a joke, like everything mm-hmm. is. That the joke is on us because mm-hmm. because we sit back and laugh. So excuse me, and I apologize I'm, because this is for a whole week. I haven't been able to sleep because of all of these issues that are coming up tonight. And, and it's I'm coming up. The issues are coming right, up because and, it's now. And, exactly. and if you look at if you look at Hillary Clinton. Look at her. Really look at her from the side and from the front. That's not Hillary Clinton at all, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. 
it even is everything, a, the body shape and everything has changed. Everything, they didn't make body, a good the replica place. that time. <laughs> exactly there's, right. There, there's the, a lot of things. The original Hillary Clinton, the original Hillary Clinton is long gone. She's been dead since uh, she's she been dead since 2009. Okay. She was executed the night that President Obama made the announcement, made the speech in Grant Park in Chicago when he became president. That's that's when Michelle Obama and the kids came out. What dresses did they wear? They wore the black widow dress. Exactly right. If people don't see it's symbolism, if people don't catch that, they won't catch anything else. President Obama is a master chess player. One of the other things, Captain, that you said was about the uh, Federal Reserve notes. You said that the Federal Reserve notes will not be as it is. But also, and and this information I have about Nassara, I'll just say that there was a video that I watched this weekend, Changes on the Horizon Part 3. That's right. Yeah, the little, the 19 conditions of Nassara. And so if uh, one of them, like the 13th one, well, uh, 12th, it says they would initiate a new U.S. Treasury bank system in alignment with constitutional law. And then 13 said that it would eliminate the Federal Reserve System during the transition period of one year just to get rid of to the, the uh, oh, and, but it would operate site by site. So I guess that's until it gets rid of all of the Federal Reserve notes out of the our system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, will, no, right. would, it will be, re- yeah. right, right. It's not, not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be where, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, all of the Federal Reserve notes are going to be out of the system the very next day. No, it's not going to happen like that. Right, so happen. what Max said again is, all of those things could be in place today, yesterday, last week, and we just haven't noticed it yet because they're doing it kind of um, they're, kind of in secret as not to alarm the people, correct? That's right. They're doing it in piecemeal. Right. A good example okay. of that, a good example of that caller is, is, uh, is President Obama. What he did two weeks ago, when he made that speech, ladies and gentlemen, if a young person – or if a middle-aged person or even a, a older adult wants to go to college for the first two years, he or she will get college-free for two years. Wow! He said a lot of uh, good things in that That's speech, right. and he said a, a lot of things, too, that if you understand what's going on with the republic and with the Constitution and in government, that he made a lot of disclosures. I forgot what Max called it. Yes, plausible yes, deni- right. Not plausible deniability because he wasn't denying mm-hmm. anything, but he was putting right. things out there right. where mm-hmm. when it's disclosed that you can go yes. back and exactly. I counted at least 10 instances of things that we're talking about and we're waiting for that exactly. he confirmed exactly. are already done. He just didn't exactly. say it. And look, wait, wait. and look what he mentioned in his uh, State of the Union address. He says, New technology. Uh, we can have transportation. We can have a, a, a railway system. Seven hundred miles an hour. Wow! This yeah. president. See, and people, you know, people better wake up because the shoe is about to drop. And condition nineteen on Nasara says uh, enables the release of suppressed technologies. Over six thousand technologies 
withheld from the public under the guise of national security. So they are free energy, anti-gravity, and some, I can't read my writing, but yes. some, uh, oh, yes. cancer cures yes. and things like that, yes. too. So, yes. Yes. so all of those things are, and so that's another part of Nasara. So, that's right. So unless that's we right. know what Nasara is composed of, that we can hear, people can tell us all day, every day, what's been done yesterday, today, last week, last year, and mm-hmm. we won't have a clue unless we know what we're looking for. Exactly right. And, and so and that's why I had to be still because I was taking in information, but there's there are some, you know, when, when information comes from, from 10 different places, as I was telling those places, uh, or 20 places, that everyone only gives you a little piece of the information, but it's just like when you get a hundred people together and if they lock their arms together, that they have full bodies from head to toe, but only the arms are intertwined and the Mm -hmm. arms are what cause, you know, cause the common thread. And so that's what I had to do was just put everything out on paper and find out the commonalities. And I wanted to say something else for that because I didn't really realize how many times Nassara says things about constitutional and constitutional money and how the judges and, and attorneys, the 15 says it retrains all judges and attorneys in constitutional law. And so um, Max was stating earlier that some of those things are old, but even in the new system that, that in every game you've got to have some ground rules. And in the mm-hmm. ground rules for the United States is, is the Constitution. And the Constitution, it is hinged on a treaty. And it is hinged on the oldest treaty. One of them is called the Treaty of Peace and Friendship. And that was with the indigenous people of, of, of this um, continent, the North America. So I will say North America, South America, Central America, because it's one people, the Moorish people, and the Washita, right. and which is on record that the Washita people are the the they are legally named as the oldest indigenous oh. group of people on the planet. And so if they're here in Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas area on our continent, mm-hmm. so the Moorish people and they're the ones that have the treaty with those founded with the founding fathers that the constitution establishes on. And if people don't believe it then it's like I think excuse me, think Article six of the Constitution is the only article that truly sovereign people are governed by in the Constitution. And it says that we are not, that, and, and I say we because uh, I'm, I'm living as a sovereign today so that I can do my paperwork. <laughs> and so um, that we are not governed by every, all of the things in the Constitution except where it affects the treaties. And the other thing with those treaties, now that's with the indigenous people. And so that's Canada on down to the tip of, of South Mexico, South America. Uh, but then the, the United Nations, all of the nations, they are also governed by treaties. That one, because it says, as stated in the Constitution, and I guess Amer- um, America, Great Britain, and some of the countries were, were part of those, the first founders of the United Nations. And so a lot of things in our Declaration of Independence, Bill of Rights, and Constitution are what they've given to the universal Declaration of Human Rights. And I say human rights, and I'm going to stop, because humans, 
if we're mankind, and I guess you guys said the things with galactics, that then there are humans, and then so humans may include those who are demigods or or who are the ter- extraterrestrials and human hybrids or or whatever it is. So so it is we have to have ground rules for all of us to play nicely together, and so. Um, so of all of the old things that some of it has to that is you know they're being being redone um, to include the whole world and all of the people galactics and so I understand now because of the cause cause like this and everything that who the players are and they're not off from this world and um, right. and so I'm I'm just saying that but uh, for Max that uh, the thing with um, Dr Henderson is I guess what he calls himself, Max, is the outline, that he has the whole outline in for everyone to bring their piece to it because he can't, no person can put their hands to every work, and he hasn't, he did his part for 30 years. You've done your part. I've done my part for 30 years. Captain's done his part and his work and his 30 years, and Nashiba's done her part and all of these people, and we have to come into the whole and just be true to who God made us and what he gave us. And if everyone is just, I don't mean to say stay in your own lane, but it's like everybody, whether it's in your family or as an employee or as a business leader or, or, or a nation leader, if we do what we're supposed to do in a court, then it'll all come together. The Nasara, the Jasara, the Disclosure, the Galactics, our mentors, everything, if, 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 if we can if we can embrace embrace fully who we are and know that we're different from everybody else and our part is different and let everybody bring their part and we can't compare it with who we are or what we've heard or someone else because we can't do our part in somebody else's or something is going to be half done. And, um, and I'm sorry, I'm, you know, it's just this is a good night and it's like so sometimes – I believe, Captain, and I apologize. You know, I I know I'm always long-winded, but I apologize for taking this much time. But sometimes you can't let people go to bed on misinformation mm-hmm. because um, because it grows or the next person they talk to is going to be more huge. And so, Max, I wanted to talk to you. I'm sorry you still haven't said that, and I apologize, Max. But uh, I was listening to a lady something, um, and she was talking about law. And uh, and she started talking about the Constitution and DNA and all of that. That's why I was taking notes. And the thing that she said is, like, you cannot be a true sovereign. Like, you have to, we have to get our birth certificates back. And, again, uh, so when I say birth certificates so that everyone knows that that's also one of the conditions of NASARA, that they have to stop uh, using the birth certificates and, and trading us, it's like 11, forbids the sale of American birth certificate records as chattel bonds by the U.S. Department of Transportation. And so what this lady was saying is that when we're born with our inheritance, the way that we've had our inheritance is in slave servitude and that we are chattel. We are property when we're born because we came through our mother's womb, through that water, and docked in the hospital and this doctor or whatever. I, I could say the whole thing, but I'm saying because they, because they treated us as we were a ship coming out of a canal and into that dock, and they gave us a paper, a record that said, this is Linda 
Johnson. She was born to, you know, who she was on this day and, and all of that, and they create a record for it. And then they post that record in the newspaper. They're saying that this is supposed to be like a lost and found when they post it in the, in the uh, newspaper. And that when my parents or me don't come and claim me, then I'm lost at sea. And so it's pretty basically like what you were talking about, Max, in your UCC teaching. Mm-hmm. So now I'm lost at sea, and I cannot, and, and how they did it, because they used the real flesh and blood of me. My mother left placenta at that hospital, so there was real flesh and blood DNA to prove that I was born and that I was the cargo coming out of this this vessel who was my mother and docking in that hospital. And so the only way that I can receive that, my sovereignty, or receive my sovereignty that I should have had is if I take my birth certificate and I, as a claim ticket, and I take it and claim back myself as a sovereign. And how it proves it like it can is my flesh and blood DNA tells me I am the live person. I am not the paper straw man. I am a live person. And this is how she said it, so I'm telling you. And it it sounded, and I understood that more than anything about DNA, that I, my DNA proves that I am a flesh and blood person to claim who this is, to claim, to give you this claim ticket, this birth certificate you've created, and claim myself as a sovereign. And it's up to me to walk out my own sovereignty every day after that happens. And um, but but Max, uh, that everyone like with the Morris Nation when they're saying to do the DNA, they're saying people don't have to do that. It's like that that if you can get the things that that they say you can have, but um, but your DNA is for you that you, we were born and they said we were lost at sea. And they have messed with our race and the boundaries of our country, the boundaries of every country. You know, like Middle Eastern countries used to be in Africa and Israel wasn't there and, and you know, the boundaries of, of, of the Americas and Mexico and everything. They have, mm-hmm. they have confounded us. And and I can't say for everyone else because I've not. This is too much. I haven't had time to do all the research, but I can tell you for a fact that I don't know the tribal. Well, I could almost tell you because my mother and father were born in northern Louisiana, which is Washita country. I know that my family was there for at least 200 years. I know that at least in 1936 that there is no record of them being slaves. They have records of being business owners and landowners and things. And so that would tell me that my family probably migrated from somewhere close to there or were there for a long time, which means that that's in Washita country, uh, the the, uh, Otis indigenous group. Now, because I've deduced that, I don't know, that I would welcome doing my DNA so that I could find out. And the thing is like, who am I? Where am I? Where did I come from? What is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And I have absolutely no clue because I was told that I was a black female. And I was told that black is inferior. I was told that female is inferior. I was told that I am 
uh, a United States citizen. Well, that's a corporation, not a country, not a nationality, not this. So now I have to say it, and I apologize to everybody on here, but I have to say it like this because, because the energy is in me. It's like, who the fuck am I? Excuse me. And so I have to apologize because that is what the cabal and what the system has done to me. And remember, I told you guys before, I'm talking as a person who I didn't know any of this stuff a year ago that I'm telling. I didn't come out. I wasn't on a search for this. I was on a search to help get people out of prison. And I found myself finding out about dinar and homeless people and finding myself in the same position. So I'm going to stop. And thank you guys for listening, Captain. <laughs> I apologize and thank you for listening. But thank you okay. so much for yeah. sharing. Go ahead, go, go ahead, that, Maxie. That was that was uh, that was very good. Um, I, mm-hmm. I love it when um, people can expose themselves, let's say, and not have the fear of being ridiculed or embarrassed or anything like that. And um, that's why. I am very um, thankful to be involved with this forum because that's what can happen here, okay? And I've done it myself to some degree, and maybe there'll be more to come. But, you know, it's like when you're with your family, you know, those, that's what I call the inner circle, okay? And they're not necessarily blood, but they are still what's called family, where you feel comfortable enough to say whatever, and you're not in fear of how it will be returned to you. See, that's a good thing. So I just wanted to get that out there first. Thank you. Um, with respect to, you, you said a lot, I didn't take notes, so I'm gonna kind of hit the things that I think were highlights. And okay. I'll tell you at first, when you said, okay, this is for you, or whatever the case may be, meaning me, yeah. I thought to myself, okay, I'm, all right, I'm ready. And from what all you said, you know, I'm saying I yield to you and what you brought, okay? See what I mean? And, and the fact that, you know, I mean, you said it all. So I yield to what I say, those who have a specific gift, whatever that gift may be, okay? So uh, with respect to that, that's a kudos. Now, on the other side, I want to say a couple of things. You mentioned the boundaries. That's what's called an overlay. Okay. So that's a term you can kind of research or whatever. Tell me, I mentioned what? It's called an overlay when you talk about the boundaries, you know, states, countries. That's called an overlay. Because when you look at the ground from the air, you don't see those lines. You don't see those boundaries. It's just water. It's just land. The overlay is essentially uh, placed there by that structure, that system that says, this belongs to him, this belongs to me, this belongs to them, that kind of thing. So that's kind of what that is. But that's just a small point. And, and because of I hear what you've done, you can put that one in your basket of information. I'll just say that because that will help. But now this other thing I want to say about what with respect to these treaties and the constitution. Okay. And yes, you're correct with respect to there has to be some kind of um, starting point. But I'll say this with respect to that. 
And again, I see that is still falling back on what we know. Okay, because, and I'll just say, from my understanding, that, you know, with respect to, let's say, the Constitution, the first thing when you mentioned that, I asked, well, what Constitution are you speaking of? See, because so they're organic. Are, organic. Yeah. Okay. So, it, you know, but I'm saying it bears even asking that question. See, and you know that, but maybe someone that's hearing that may not know that. So they're thinking of a different one. So point being is that that's why there's an issue with that because there's still, quote unquote, that duality that, well, is it this or is it that? Is it in this realm or is it in the other realm? And I say the same thing with respect to any kind of document. See, what was the intent when these things were created? That's the issue. What was the intent? Okay. Was it all up front, up and up, everything on the table, full disclosure? Or was it, well, I'm going to tell you what I want you to know, but in the back room, this is what we're really doing. And if both you of can't them were answer that. that, if you can't answer that, or if it is something going on in the back, then toss it. It's no good. See, that's, and so you have to know that you know that you know that. It can't be, well, I think it was good because this guy was good. And he, if you can't say without a doubt, you still got to toss it. See? Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about when I say moving forward. All that back room, under the table stuff, and, you know, I get a little bit more than you. All that goes away. Level playing field. Cross the board. Everything. And if you can't unequivocally say that that's the case, then toss it. So that includes a lot of things, see? So that's kind of what I'm talking about when it comes to, well, yeah, this will carry over because, you know, this is, you know, this is that, and this, this power, whatever, whatever it may be. If you can't say without a doubt, it was done above board, no tricks, no uneven playing field. If you can't say that, then it's no good. So where does both that of them were, Both of them had um, backroom deals attached to it, but that's mm -hmm. why I've been seeking it out and finding the original intent. So when they tell us where we're going forward, I just want to know what I'm dealing with. That's why I'm doing the research now, because I already know what those backroom deals, I mean, not, you know, mm -hmm. not per se what anyone said per, per se, mm -hmm. but, but I know the flaws in, in, in both. And, mm -hmm. and I'm still doing teaching every week. So that's part of my Republic cause where I do three calls a week, listen to three mm -hmm. calls a week on that and some mm -hmm. of the other ones regarding government. I'll stop again. Sorry. Okay. So, but yeah, that's good. And see, you know, that is, man, I, I'm, 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 I'm giving you a golf clap here on that. Okay. Cause what I'm saying is that that's kind of what it takes at some point you get enough in that basket that I always talk about to where, you then you it, it's just you you just know this is not good information toss that this is good information put that in the basket see and i don't know what that tipping point is it's not the same for everyone because it's based on kind of like who you are and what you've experienced and all those kinds of things your awareness level it's just a lot of things that go into when that tipping point is 
and, well, and, and that's why nothing's been disclosed yet about what we're going to be dealing with going forward. You know, exactly. that, that no one knows, and so we're so we're trying to figure out the rules of the game in advance, and and we can't. So my thing is like, but we can study the players. But okay, now I I want to I want to stop you there on that one. Though. Okay. See, we may not know what we're going to be dealing with, but we have an understanding of what the base is. Framework. Yes. Correct. And see, that it's kind of like what I've been talking about. It's all about everything on the table, everything level, everything up front, no tricks, no foolery, no none of that. There's no jokes. There's none of that. I'm not saying we can't have fun, but I'm saying it's none of this, well, I get a little bit more than you. It's all above the table. So what that says to me is, with respect to what we know, think about everything that we kind of operate in. If you really drill down into it, it's, it's, I don't know anything that's on a level playing field. Can you name anything? No. (laughs) Because once you really start to drill down to it, well, you get interest and I don't, you get more than me and it's all, it's not level. So that's kind of, that should tell you at least what's not coming forward. Max, I would like to say something else when you said what's level that I I want to say to all of us because we've gone into every system except the family. And Mm -hmm. even in the family that there's there are disparities you know the the husband or the wife who has the power who can do this who over the children i'm going to get this and you're not going to get that that they have that they meaning the 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 dark side system the system they put in place was so that we can't even hold solidly onto the things with the people we've known our whole life even in the best of relationships Well, see, this is the part for me where it gets into, and and Captain can speak to this, you know, my understanding of this is that as that that shift occurs, one of the big pieces about the shift is the raising of the frequency or the, the opportunity, I'll say, because part of that will be free will choice. So there will be those who will choose to stay where they are. So not everyone is going to necessarily be at that point. And those people will essentially go somewhere else, though. See, that's the, you know, that's the kind of the caveat to that. If you choose to. Um, Sorry. Yeah, the I'm Chinese gonna... developed the energy chip. <laughs> To help people increase their vibration or energy. <laughs> and see, again, I go. Oh, that was one of my points I brought out earlier. It's an organic process. Where, where, where I talked about, are we wishful thinking? See, to me, that's wishful thinking. Because if we had the ability to take it where it's going to go, then we wouldn't need any help. Why would we need help? in all these areas that are in the unseen realm. Why would we need that help if we could do it ourselves? By right, creating and we don't. Gift. I'm calling it tomfoolery again, like like yes. another way to manipulate and control people. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. 
So, but um, the point I want to make was, is about the, the raising of the consciousness, the raising of the frequency level for those who choose to do so. That is what bridges the gap between, well, I'm at this level and you're not at a level that I'm at. It kind of, it, again, it brings that whole even playing field with respect to how you, um, your, um, your demeanor, your your you know your essence your everything about you it raises that up to where you're not depressed you're not you know negative you're not any of those things so what may be talking about family what may be an issue it it kind of takes care of itself because that individual that group whatever their frequency raises to that level where that those kinds of thoughts those kinds of actions that's at a lower density. They don't exist at that higher density. See? So it goes away. It's a non-issue. Okay, I see what you mean. And in yeah, realizing you. as is above, so is below, this long journey has not been 20, 30, 30 years in the process. It's been closer to more like 26,000 years in the process. <laughs> to slowly mm-hmm. increase the energies, the frequencies, and the vibrations had to be delicately delicately done over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. As it relates to some of the laws, when I, uh, over a month ago when I was looking at in the indigenous laws, which are more closely aligned to universal law because it's about fairness and equality and loving and caring for each other. So I think that's kind of one to, one to use some of the guideline is the direction that we'll be going because the whole point of the exercise is for us to universally be aligned. Because this is not just about us. This is about the entirety of the universe. For it to be synced together. That consciousness is just not consciousness here on Earth. That's consciousness universally. Mm-hmm. So when we when we're looking at these things, at some point you have to pop it out to the universe and connect all of the dots. So as is yes. above, so is yeah. below. You can't really look at one part of it and forget the other. As mm-hmm. far as getting and acquiring so much information, there are times you just gotta push away from it because you gotta mm-hmm. take it to a spiritual quiet mm-hmm. place to help mm-hmm. you discern. All of that to begin to tap into who we really are. You can't get that in a bunch of noise. You can't get that in constantly listening calls or constantly being on it. Yeah. There are times I just push it all the way, mm-hmm. get my sage out, do whatever mm-hmm. I got to do to get to that quiet place so I can hear with mm-hmm. the midst of the silence. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Nashiba. And I wanted to ask you a question because you. Mm-hmm. Um, from that perspective, so we're all coming together and everything, mm-hmm. and from a spiritual perspective, and when I say spirit, the cosmic spiritual, you know, like like uh, mm-hmm. not God spiritual, like, you know, mm-hmm. religion spiritual, from the spiritual sense, how do we all come together? Like I'm saying, all of this information and everyone have put in the work and done it, but we're in so compartmentalized, and do, like so do we have a... Uh, uh, obligation should, to to help connect with others uh, by not just our vibrations, uh, lifting it, but in literally touching or saying I love you 
or hugging or, you know, like how we're, we're do kind deeds for other people. By that I'm talking smiles, anything in contact mm-hmm. to bring it together to, or do we connect that way? Or is this something that, that like the, the, the cosmos and the galactics and, and the creator mm-hmm. that, that that's how that connection will it cause. Is so ama- I think and Rex can testify yeah. to say it is amazing when we put the power. So it's gotten to a point over the last several months because I'm at the point I'm just holding to you, show me the answer, wake me up, do whatever you got to do yeah. <laughs> so I can be right. there. And literally no sooner than the thought, God will present the opportunity for me to connect to whatever it is that I am seeking. And that's the same for anybody. You will be amazed that God knows what's in your heart. It's like I'm knocking, I'm seeking, I'm asking. And out of nowhere, out of the places you would least expect, he will present the answer to you. The answer. And on an individual basis, I get it. But I think I'm wondering if I have a obligation, like when Max said, you know, or you said, are we our brother's keeper? Or, hey, mm-hmm. do you say something to a person? Do we, if we maintain a high vibration and maintain in love and do our part for just where we are, do you, is is that our part to 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 the end, or do we have more? Like like I was gonna say for you, your well, I already said I answered my question. You go further out. That's why you're on this yeah, radio. You just so. keep, you just keep, yeah, you just keep you're going the because God is going to bring in what you need, what you see. Okay. And whatnot. As far as the relationships, okay. So you definitely know that it's very important for us to release, uh, to release any anger and frustration with any kind of angst we have with anybody. Correct. Um, sometimes Correct. physically, you know, people just can't, they may not be in the same place, but you still have them in your thoughts. You still have them in your heart, and you send that love energy frequency by you send it out. And over time, it will soften the heart. Just like right now, we need to pray to the heart of man. All this craziness going on with the cops, I pray to the heart of people that are doing this crazy thing. Because it's where the heart is, where they're broken. They're broken in the heart. The heart is hardened to a point that you can kill kids and things like that. I read two articles today, and I'm like, are some of these legislators in Texas lost, losing their minds? You're going to give authorization to, see, to teachers to shoot children? The another story from Texas today was that uh, staff from a school that actually took children in the bathroom and had them pull their pants down because they had some issue with feces. So their way to resolve that was to invade these children's privacy by pulling them in the bathroom. Come on. So it's that at some point, if we begin to empower and understand and embrace this beautiful, awesome power that we have within, we can take control over that kind of nonsense. We can speak to the heart of man through thought. And yes, we can do things like amplify it in petitions and all those all those various means because we're going to manifest what we're sending out from our heart, from our soul. Thank you. From my spirit, from my thoughts. 
Ms. Sheba, will you please mute me so that I don't get tempted to say anything because <laughs> I know that. <laughs> no, I knew you kind of need to go there tonight. There are time callers calling and you just kind of sort of know at this uh, moment. And so, I, I, you know, you're cool. You brought a lot of stuff to, to the table that some people may have thought of. Some people might be feeling. So it always helps. And it's beautiful because of replay. So because it is a lot, but it, there's you guys are – you guys are a soft place to fall, I'll put it that way. So thank you. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. But no, thank we got to begin to embrace that which is in. And sometimes we are doing information overload in order to really discern that and really get those answers we seek. You just got to get in a quiet place. Put on some beautiful music, a candle, whatever that way is for you to get to that place and just go there. Because you tend to find out more than what you can begin to imagine when you go to that place. Well, and it's endless. And all the things I was saying is like kind of looking backwards and that's it. Where do you stop looking back or looking at the old system and move forward? Mm-hmm. And that's pretty basically why I said, it, and it is that I have enough information of the mm-hmm. past because I can't do anything with that. Mm-hmm. All it could do is inform me that there's a whole lot of things that I just really didn't know. And, yeah. you know, and and to have an awareness, and so I take it as that. But going forward, it still doesn't equip us, it's me to go forward. And that's what I was saying to everyone, that, that mm-hmm. that's what I got to a point. It's like we need to start looking forward, moving yes. forward, because the past is past. And that old system, it might be erased straight out well, of, well, you know. Well, like a bunch of abused children. Yeah. They didn't know any better. To That's not, that's the wrong behavior. Yeah. And we have to deprogram, deprogram from being used to being abused. Okay, let me say this to the caller, too. Uh, I want to congratulate you because when you said, I started to learn all this stuff from last year, you have really accelerated yourself. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, it takes them uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years before they get it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, and I'm telling you, I, you know, I'm amazed mm-hmm. at what you're saying on this call. You know, and, and, and I'm amazed because it is of the awe, A-W-H. It is the awe of you, mm-hmm. meaning that you know your beginnings. In other words, you know your origins. And Thank you. that is a compliment because a lot of people don't know that. I mean, even though even though we have it what's inside us to know that, but it takes people five, ten years to wake up to see who they really are. But Captain, you, you said, said that, that you said that in one year. You said that in one year. And I applaud you for that. Yeah, you said the truth though, that I couldn't get it with the information, it was just scattered. And I had to get still and go inside of me and say, who am I? I'm a coordinator. Mm-hmm. I put mm-hmm. things together. So if I stop trying to learn anything and just get their pieces and put it together, and that's why I said I love Max because he's a, he said, I'm a researcher. That's what Max said. I'm a researcher. <laughs> and so he gets the thing, and he knows he's a researcher, so he doesn't have to know anything. You just set him on a trail with a piece of information. And mm-hmm. he starts collecting the pieces and go down the dark hole himself until That's he decides, right. I better stop. 
And I said, I'm a coordinator. I put things together. So I'm going to stop trying to gather it. I've gathered enough. Now that you've gathered it, it's like, what does it mean? It's like start putting it together. A lot of people do puzzles. Some people are are um, people people, you know, people persons. And mm-hmm. they might not understand any of the information, but they can but they can forge relationships with anybody anywhere. And so mm-hmm. you just put them out there and they can make friends in the hard places where we can't go. And so 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 that's why I said we all just have to go know who we are and do our mm-hmm. part and not try to be anyone else or compete or get their information. Just be true to um to who we are. But but I say for the three of you, and I said it once on a call, that I love Socratic dialogue where people can put information out and get it. It's like not just a yes or no question or, or two two minutes on a very strong subject and you move away from it and you don't come back to it for a year. That that's really difficult for me. I I love true dialogue and like and so the truth is the thing. But the three of you together that you guys you guys display or exemplify some of the parts of my own self that I love, you know, that I can relate. You know, I'm not I'm not as as kind or sweet. Captain seems like he's the kindest person. Nashiba seems like she's the sweetest person. And Max is like, you know, people call me my computer brain, and, and I like the mm-hmm. – I might be using a bad word, so I'm sorry, Max. Like, it, it's kind of methodical. You can get there, and you can so, – so, like, a method. that you There's a method to all of what seems like madness to you. And and I love that about you. And so you guys feed into me. You pour a lot into me. And that listening for long periods, replays, on the call or what, that I get so much out of it. And and I thank you, know you guys for it. Wait, you know why? why? This call is the intellectual call. You've got to be intellectually inclined on this call. You have to be. Well, and a heart. It's a spiritual. It's about the heart too. So that's right. You know, exactly. so it's not just about the mind. It's like we get to get into our heart and and our passions, everything. Oh, so sorry. Yes. And and a good example of that, a good example of you, and I, I'm a I'm gonna uh, equate you to a movie, and the movie is called Lucy. In the end, you get it. In the end, mm-hmm. it blows you completely away. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you something. When I, saw, when I first saw that movie, and I watched it from the beginning to the end, in the end, I was in tears because mm-hmm. I got it in the end. So, Captain, it when I say that all the information is not overload to me because I'm nowhere near Lucy, when I saw her, I'm like, oh, that's not a lot. Oh, that's not a lot. Oh, people should do this. People. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, so I can use my brain more even before I get my superpowers, you know. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. And that's, what she, that's exactly what she was saying. Yeah. People don't even have a clue how magnificent you are as a human being. Yeah. You can go beyond, even though you don't have these superpowers yet, you can go beyond that because your brain is what it is. Yeah. And if you tap into that, oh, my goodness, you, you know, you can be any computer. And in the end, when she handed that pen off to that, off to that professor, it was a pen, it was a pen of life. It was a written pen so that the professor will not forget. It was a knowledge that was written on that pen to get to him. And when he started writing, 
It all flows. And, boy, it just blew me completely away. Yep. In other words, he would have a recording, a record of who she was. Yeah. <laughs> what a movie. It's called Lucy, ladies and gentlemen. If you get a chance to see it, please see it. It will blow you completely away. It is an intellectual movie. It's a stimulating movie. It is a food for thought. It's a food for thought, and I'm telling you, it's one of the best movies I've seen in a long, long time. One of the best movies. I'm not saying the best, but one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. And it gives a decent visual of energy, frequency, and vibration. Because sometimes That's you need to visualize. It's one thing to say those words. It's another thing to kind of visualize it, makes it which makes it easier for you to embrace it. And conceivable. Because some people really need something tangible. Correct. We appreciate you. I was going to say, thank you, Captain. Thank you, Captain. I appreciate you. Thank you, Nishiba. I appreciate you. Thank you, Max. I appreciate you. Well, we appreciate you as well. And thank you, everybody, for uh, not texting me. For intolerating Yes. Well, see, that's what this call is all about because people get. People learn from this, learn yes. from these long conversations that we do have, because it is a conversation. Yeah. It's listening into a conversation, and then, wow, let me think about that. I like what she said, or I like what Captain said, I like what Max said, I like what Nishiba said. And that's what this whole thing is all about. It's, it, it is a collage of all the brains getting together, plus the people that come in to participate with this. It is a collage of everything. So that's what we bring to this table. It is an intellectual stimulation of the mind and the soul, which is spiritual. And that's where we are. We're on a spiritual journey. And with that being said, I'm going to see you guys on Monday. And on Monday, let's see, Monday is... Oh, well, I'm going to take, I got one last call that's been patiently okay. sitting here. So I'm going to bring, thank you so much, Linda, for calling in. You're welcome thank anytime. You, thank you. Nine one six. I didn't want to forget you because we're going to wind it down because you've been so patient. So welcome to the call. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> I was wondering what happened. No, um, I was gonna. I wasn't gonna run off because you've been sitting okay. here for a minute. <laughs> Thank you, Nishiva and Max and Captain. Um, I wanted to first say along the beginning of the conversation of this call was um, I learned that um, the coach of the Seattle Seahawks, whatever they are, I'm not a football person, is a 9-11 truth worker. And he believes in, you know, that what really happened. And I guess he gets a lot of flack and I guess he gets a lot of support, but I just wanted to let you know that. So, I'm not a football person, but even if I was with another team somewhere, I'd go for that guy and that team because. So I just want to show that. And the the second thing I wanted to share is um, I've been a light worker since 1987, a Reiki master. I was probably one of the first 50 people in America to be a Reiki person. And... um, so that was my focus, and it was shortly after that that I started learning about the evil cabal and the dark side, 
and it was such a contrast. It was kind of a wake-up call, but I'm open. So I learned about that through like 88 through 94. I met my ex in 93, and he was an educator on the um, Cabal Trilateral Commission, Committee of 300 and all that. I learned more and more and more, and we started doing seminars about waking people up. Of course, uh, I, rec- you know, I recognize your voice because uh-huh. you've been following me for quite some time. Yeah, I have. Uh-huh. I recognize your voice because, okay. uh, because you know, you said this before uh, on a member conference call, uh, on Wayne's call, and I remember you being on Wayne's call. And uh, you've been following me for a good while, and I really yeah. appreciate that. Well, that's that. where I, I met. That's where I met you. Yes. And, um, yes. I only met yes. Wayne because. Yes. I and I can tell you, I am very consistent. Am I consistent? You are. You are. <laughs> you are. I. I. I yep. This is where I'm going. This is where I'm going. So anyway, um, so we were uh, called in 1994. We were doing a seminar. And we were called terrorists. Exactly, <laughs> and, exactly. Um, remember that? And, exactly um, right. We were almost arrested. My my ex, he's really loudmouth. I kind of stayed passive. And he almost got arrested. I backed off. And then my light worker, I got really afraid. I, I just didn't even do light working. And it's just like I, it, it just destroyed me for about a year. So then I went back to it. At any rate, um, I went on this cruise ship in 2011, I think it was, and um, that's where there was a, a seminar there, financial seminar, and the dinar was talked about. I wasn't even part of that um, seminar. I was just on the cruise with some other people, and I'm having one of these foo-foo drinks, uh, and some guys started talking to me and telling me about it. Well, then... You know, I just kind of take it, took it near here, nor there, and then I meet Wayne because I'm in Florida, right? And he's mm-hmm. this is weird. I just heard about it, and a week later, here's someone else talking. Anyway, so that's how, and I didn't have that much to, you know, even you know, even right now, turning it back, it's not worth it because it's just not that much. But when you told me about, you know, what's going on, and I'm thinking to myself, well. The Federal Reserve is blood money, so, you know, what the heck's the difference? But mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. my my point being is, you know, I, I then I heard of Tony's call, and I probably listened to it maybe ten times, and from the very first time, I had this gut feeling of mistrust. And by the tenth time, or whatever it was, eighth, tenth time, I just said, I, this guy's fraud. And then maybe six months, eight months later, I decided to listen one more time, and I heard him say, my handler. And I said, okay, this guy yes, is yes. very and he said, he said it so from proud, the very and, and he said it, And he said it so proudly. And he yeah. did it again on he did it again on okay, I on, guess on he Monday. does it all the time. Yeah, he did it again on Monday. He did it twice. Is this guy insane or what? I mean, you would would never 
if I was doing something like that, I would never mention that to nobody. Yeah. Because yeah. that's supposed yeah. to be something he, so he's, you know, it's just like the movies, you know, from, um, you know, um, Wizard of Oz. Even the Three Little Pigs tells a story, you know. It's been told to us, so he's exposing himself so that he can say, I told you so, same stuff. But, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and finally after about the tenth time, I said, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm just going to be more productive. And go back to my light working, which is what I like to do, and you know, focus on the positive and the light. And what baffles me is you and Max and the Shiva, you're so intelligent and you just teach such wonderful things. And I don't understand why you and Max don't do something productive in those six hours a week instead of listening to that fraudster. Why why are you wasting your time? I just don't get it. You guys have so much to give and so much love and so much um, everything. Well, you know, I'm a, why wait, are you wait, wasting you know your time with that, 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 with that, that crook? I'm glad you said that. You know, I had, I had hidden behind the scenes for a very, very long time. Uh, I was told to shut up. Six months ago, about the Iraqi denial, when I first heard about this thing called Operation Scam, I was told, well, we're going down. You must not say anything for the next six months. After the six months, then you start to talk. Uh, I was told that. And then my, my dad passed away of last year in January, and that's when I left after WC's call. Because you know it was just everything in turmoil, you know, with my family because of my dad's uh, illness, and uh, you know I left there. And what bothers me is this: Tony is a deceiver, he's a manipulator, and he's a big time liar, big time. And I punch holes in everything that he says and does, and I'm not trying to say that I am assessed with this, but it's, I'm assessed with it because of the fact that people on the calls are being so misled big time. And even though he may not come out and say it right away, he has hinted, oh, we got 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 people listening to my call. And he hinted on that. And then you'll get one or two people come in, oh, like last week, came in and said, Oh, Tony, I sent you a check for $100. Did you receive it yet? Oh, yes, I got that one. And then he, then he says, oh, I got a whole stack of checks that I'm not going to cash yet. So, you know, what I'm trying to say is this. You know, I'm trying to really tell people the honest to God truth that this man is up to no good. You're going to find out who he really is, and you're going to find out who DC is. I know his yeah. real name, the whole shot. I know that you know that, Captain. So you already know that. So why aren't you just like doing other calls in that time frame to be more productive? Because you already know he's a fraud. I'm just, I just want you to teach people to spend more time doing something instead of listening to that 
crap over and over and over again. You already yeah. know it. I just don't understand. Well, you know what? You know what? You're absolutely right. I'm just right. saying it out of love. Can I, can I chime in on this? Yeah, yeah go ahead, Max. Okay, I'll answer that question, and I guess I can only answer it for myself. But um, you said, first of all, the guy, uh, the the Seattle coach is Pete Carroll, and I followed him for quite some time. He was he used to be uh, the USC coach, uh, Southern Cal, in California. He was their coach, and then he went to the pros. But anyway, um, this whole thing of why do you spend that much time? on that particular call. And I kind of talked about this uh, a little bit before and the fact that there's this large group that is involved there and there's a major influence, okay? And for the most part, what is uh, put out on that call gets dispersed amongst many of these other calls that are out there. They kind of bounce off of that, okay? So that's kind of like, the bedrock right there, okay, with specific to why that one, okay, but more so than, you know, what I just said, this is how I look at that whole situation, and I use a sports analogy for this. You have to know your opponent in order to beat your opponent. I agree. I agree. Okay. Totally. So if you don't know what they're doing, talking about, and what information is being passed on to those who don't know what's going on. It's I, kinda I like agree. You can't help them if you don't know what is being disseminated. But he's been disseminating the same thing for two years. So it's Well, like, but see, what? that's not true. See, that's not true. Some of it is the same. But by listening, see, I can say that it's not true. Because you know why? Because I'm listening, see? That's kind of part of but why. But I figured it out in 10, 10, 10 times. But that's, it's not a matter shit. of figuring it out. That's not the goal. That's not the goal, to figure it out. It's to know what is being said. See, it's not... But it's, it's just not all like a lie, that. a lie is a lie is a lie. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. Fine, mm-hmm. and that is true. But, see, okay, I'll put it this way. There's one thing when you get down to, and I've said this before, when you want to teach somebody something, you have to know it in order to teach it. But if you are kind of, sort of, kind of, well, I think and maybe, then you're putting out bad information. It's not sound, okay? So, again, that goes back into what I'm talking about here. You have to know your opponent. And if you kind of think, agree. you kind of, sort of. That's why I listen to the opponent. Okay. You know, so, that, see, that's the answer. That's the answer. Yeah, but here's here's the other cosmic irony here. What if that is a karmic will that they have to complete and fulfill in this cycle? That him or the lovely people that keep enjoying listening to him have to go through that until they change or do what they need to do to move further along the karmic uh, will. Well, oh, I understand that too. I just, I just don't want to waste my time. I want to do something. Oh well, I'm, I'm, I'm with you because uh, my system really can't deal with but so much BS. I just can't. And I've talked to Max about this. Uh, my system can't really, mm-hmm. I can't really take in. I would probably notice it on the first call, and that would have been it for me. Uh, but you know, 
they continue to listen for a variety of the reasons of which Max is talking about. But I know for me, I would never even have traveled down that door. And, okay, let me say this, too, because I, I think that I'm glad you said that. But the thing is this here, I am glutton for punishment. And the reason why I'm glutton for punishment, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glutton for punishment because, because look what happened on Wayne's call. Okay? On his call? On Wayne's call. When Wayne picked me out so many different times, mm-hmm. and I come back. And then he cussed me out, and I come back. Because I'm, I, you know, I'm glutton for punishment. But, but the thing about the thing about what I said and what I mean that people got it. And when they got it, they said, Where's Captain at? Uh where's Captain coming on? And that and that's when Wayne started to realize, you know, who is this guy captain? You know, why does he keep coming on my call Because I want people to know what is getting ready to happen. Well, it's not happening tomorrow. That that is true, but it is set up for the future. So you know what to expect, know what to see, when it's going to happen. And I've been very consistent with all the things I said. I, and you're right. I should be constructive on other things other than Tony. Uh, but my whole my whole existence is not around listening to him. Yes, I do listen, but at the thing at the same time, I do other things. And yes, I am a true light worker. But at the same time, too, I respect everybody. And I do listen to all sides of everything. Because I always tell people, there's two sides to every story. It's always that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't never put blinders on. Take the blinders off so you can see everything. My ex told me one thing. He says, there's three sides to every story. Yours, mine, and the truth. <laughs> and there I'm you go. <laughs> That's exactly right. Absolutely. Uh, but I want to you know, say this. I'm going to curtail my my listening to Tony, and then, then the people, when they find out who he truly is, they're going to say, Catherine was trying to warn us. Just like, just like when they kicked me off from open light, they kicked me off from open light because I was being too direct and too truthful, and they don't want to hear all that. So I, 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 And I know you tell the truth. I, I know that. Yes, and so 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 they don't want to hear that. So I don't, you know, I don't never go on open mic. I don't, you know, I don't go on anymore because they just don't, you know, they just don't, you know, they don't know how to take my my out of the box thinking. I just feel like that. But eventually, what's going to happen with all those characters over there? They're laughing and carrying on and doing this and doing that. They're going to say, "Wow, Captain was trying to tell us, and we wouldn't listen." And I'm not saying I'm the uh, I'm the savior the savior of, of of everything. I'm not. I'm just a messenger at the time of all this situation that's happening. I'm just only a messenger, you know, giving the message so that people can have a have a choice because right now they're being deceived big time. And uh I hate to see people just uh, take a take a turn, but just like Nashiba said, it is their karmic to mm-hmm. to go through the Go through that situation in order to come out on a on a positive end. Because once they are in the negative, they come out to be the positive. Because they'll learn from the negative and then move forward into a positive a positive karma. Because that's where they're at right, right now. And that's all I want to say. I want to thank you for coming to the call tonight. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Thank you so Thank much. You. And you were planting the seeds, and that's that was. Uh, so I understand the, in, the the endeavor. You have to plant the seed, but you don't have to kind of like stand in and play with it, uh, especially in that particular environment because of the tunnel vision right now. And exactly each person right. wakes up at whatever point they wake up, and we just pray mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they wake up. Exactly right. And then with that being said, I'm gonna say good night. And on Monday. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the stock market. What's happening? Where's it going? Who are the big players in the stock market? So that's what we're going to talk about on Monday. The stock market. Who are the big players in the stock market? Okay? But that's mm-hmm. on Monday, guys. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing. Thank you for your patience and hanging in there uh, to come into the queue. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you were able to, to share. That, that really mm-hmm. brought something to the table. Thank you. And then uh, Max and Captain will close us out, and then we're going to go ahead and wind down. Uh, okay. Well, things. I think what I would say, uh, right. Max, didn't give you some summary, sir. Yeah, I, I've got something here. Um, well, I wanted to throw something else on that uh, that last little bit of conversation there, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I, I want to – I have something that I got from uh, another um, um, platform here that I want to kind of give to the call. But uh, with respect to Tony and TNT, I'll, I'll just say this about me. And whether this be one of those, uh, I guess, you know, things that I could improve upon or whatever the case may be, but, I, you know, I'm an information gatherer, okay? I'm a researcher, okay? I don't put myself in a box with respect to where and how I gather information. And I have this saying when it comes to gathering information. You know, I'll stand on a roof butt naked in a tornado to get that information. See, I don't know what the information is going to be. I don't know if I got to stand, and excuse my um, my uh, analogy, but I don't know when it's going to come. I don't know how it's going to come. But in order to get it, you kind of have to be in that mindset to get the information. So that's mm-hmm. just where I am with respect to that. So that's a me thing, though. Okay? So... But I'm not entangled in it. I'm looking for one nugget. You know, like if you're searching for gold, it's a big open area. I'm looking for that one nugget. I may find it. See, but if I'm not in that arena, I know for one thing, if I'm not there, I can't find it. So that's just how I see gathering information. That's a me thing, though. So, okay. I have something here, and I wanted to kind of, um, uh, allow this to be on the call. It's essentially a prayer. Mm-hmm. And I heard this and I thought to myself, man, this is really good. And uh, maybe this may um, enlighten uh, someone in some area. <clears throat> okay. Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace. Where there is such hatred, let me see love. Or let me sow love. I'm sorry. Uh, Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. So there you go. Oh, I like that. Well, everyone, as always, these discussions I think are very inspiring, very encouraging. 
pushes the envelope, and that makes it beautiful because each one of us go through a process through all this, these discussions. We grow, we evolve, and we continue to move forward so that we can share with others and help others begin to join the journey as well. So with that said, peace and love, love and light. I'm going to play a selection from Andriana Kehi and this international intrigue from her CD, Tag. Everyone enjoy your weekend.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.